With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bows down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? morning it's the big man morning show 918-460-KMOD you can also text bmms and then what you want to say to 82945 listen online the website that rocks kmod.com past shows are available on itunes search under bmms listen with your cell phone get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider more on that at iHeartRadio.com. and we're on facebook Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you could hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. We've got tickets to Rocklahoma we're going to give away. We'll see what Sam wants to talk about. We're going to try and stump Sam. We've got our top five songs. Top five songs that should never be performed at the Super Bowl halftime special <laughs> from listener Macadoodle. And then our Super Bowl party is Friday downtown. 
4 to 6. We want you to come by, hang out with us, celebrate all things Chiefs. I guess 49ers if you want. <laughs> Sit on the other side of the room. I'll have a small table set up for 49ers fans. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if like Water. everybody just mobbed over there? They're like, nah. Eh. No. <laughs> That's why it'll be a small we'll table. There won't be room. Around this tiny little table. <laughs> oh, now you're a 49ers fan too, huh? Uh, and again, that's happening Friday downtown Elgin Park. We got VIP for some people, but you got to sign up at the contest page, KMOD.com. We're going to wrap that up tomorrow at the end of the day. So get your, get your thing in there. Ew. Sam, do you know... Uh, Fotis Dulos. You know this person's name? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. I would feel like this is in your wheelhouse of of people to know about. So this guy is in trouble because he is suspected of killing his wife. And then they finally pieced it together that he is that guy. He did do this. Charged him with murder. He had a $6 million bond. And yesterday he was supposed to show up to court. Didn't. They did a welfare check on him. And he was in his garage with the garage door closed and the car running. Like the firm. Oh. Like the what? Like the firm. The movie The Firm. I mean, a lot of people have done it, but yes, that yeah, yeah. happened in The Firm. And he was resuscitated, and then they couldn't feel a heartbeat. They thought he was dead. They called his family to say he was dead. Oh. And they found a faint heartbeat. Now he's uh, in intensive care in a hyperbolic chamber in a hospital. Just can't get away from him, man. <laughs> you will serve your time. Come back to I, life. We want to bring you back to life so we can sentence you to death murdering your wife. Right. Well, well see, here's the thing. is people, like, he's not found guilty yet. Right. right yet. yet. So they have to do all, mm-hmm. they have to save his life. And even if he is, even if he was guilty and he did that, they still have to save his life. Because right. Yeah, but that order. you can at least go, huh. Right. Yeah. But I don't think emergency services or whatever, they're like, huh. Like you have to. Unfortunately. Oh, you're a murderer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, whatever. Turn the oxygen off. I got. Uh, so, how's it going? <laughs> His attorney was said that some people will quote obviously take some grim satisfaction in today's events, but my message to each and every one of them is shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna take the time to tell anybody shame on you. Just shut your trap. Right. You know that something happened that was wrong. No. That they, people are like going to say that, that you have to be like, I know everyone's rooting for this guy to die, but shame on you. No, but <laughs> if you're going to say the words shame on you to anyone, mm-hmm. you're wasting your breath. <laughs> Why not just, you know, go to your one room schoolhouse? <laughs> it's a stupid thing to say. Shame. Nobody was like, I, right. I, nobody is like, I, I felt pretty good, but then someone said, shame on you. And I went, huh, I do have shame on me. <laughs> shame all over me. You, you'd have, right. You'd have better luck going, I, uh, uh, you know, you have egg on your face. <laughs> it's, it's a really dumb, weak thing to say, right? Rather than saying something to the effect of, of obviously takes, uh, some people take some grim satisfaction in today's events, but 
and but try uh but my message to each and every one of them is this is a man who had a family and his 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 loved ones are concerned about him and has not been found guilty of any charges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's easier just to say shame no. on you. It's less but words. But it's not real. It's, <laughs> it is less words. It just is not actual. It's not factual. Right. It's a kind of a god complex to say that, right? Like yeah. shame on you. Who are you to shame me? Shame. <laughs> you go For shame yourself. It's not shame. like anybody says that and you're like, you're right. Shame on me <laughs> like for said, thinking right. that. It, yeah, you're right. It doesn't change anybody's mind. No. They're not like then like, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Right. I, I, I did feel pretty good, but now, now I'm recounting everything <laughs> in my life. At least when it comes to making fun of this idiot. <laughs> it's just, to me, I think he did do it based off the stuff that I've read. And you trying to commit suicide doesn't look good because it looks like you're trying to get out of something. Yeah. It makes mm, it look worse. I don't think so. Oh, no. yeah. No, oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Why's In that? his case, he's quite the actor. So I could see him doing it to sell the story. But I think most people that are in these situations sometimes do it because they can't face the idea of being that happening to them. No, I like they're getting that put on them when they know they didn't do it and there's they don't feel like there's any option. I mean, most people kill themselves because they feel like there's no option out. Right. Mm-hmm. But the public for me, when that happens and the evidence looks bad and somebody kills themselves, it looks like, oh, you don't want to go to prison. Absolutely. You don't you don't want to, you know, pay for the crime you committed. Right. Regardless of I think maybe that's the situation some of the time me, the public, listening to the podcast is like, oh, you're guilty. You don't want to go to prison. I yeah. agree with Sam on that one. A lot of them, it like you said, you, they kill themselves because, you know, there's no other option. But I, I believe with her 100% that, like, I don't want to go to prison. I know I did something wrong, but I don't want to deal with what's about to happen. So, so I'm just going to go ahead and take the easy way out, and I don't have to worry about it. So Aaron Hernandez took the easy way. Yeah. I mean, he was in prison. He did. He, he was locked up, but maybe was, got to the point where it's like, you know what? I don't like this anymore, so I'm out. He kind of did in that documentary. He didn't mind prison. Like he didn't. He sold it as he, he was quite the actor too. Yes. Mm -hmm. But that like, that wasn't the thing I, after watching that felt like he was motivated to get his child money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you, I think when you commit suicide, you don't get your life insurance. Well, like he had a lot of money. That's not life insurance. That is his estate. And if you are a murderer, there's some law because he didn't do the, all the appeals that she got that money because he didn't he didn't go through all the appeals and so until you've gone through all the appeals you are guilty you're serving time but i guess like legally you aren't guilty yet unless you've gone to the appeals huh yeah Say that. Did you just say that when you're found guilty, you're not really guilty? No, like legally, if he was found, I know it sounds crazy, but Kinda if guilty, I know, but really. <laughs> no, but because he didn't it's go through, it's not done, done, done. Right. Yeah, right. it's done, but it's Kinda not done, done. Well. Yeah, kind of like that. That I could he understand didn't go an, through those appeals. I could understand a lawyer making an argument mm-hmm. that they did not exhaust all resources, therefore it's not final. Right. But in the court's eyes. It is done. No, I, I. And you have an option to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not done. It's not like an ellipsis. No, but I think <laughs> it's that. Not dot, dot, dot. I'm with you Guilty, on that. Guilty, dot, dot, dot. I'm with you on that. I didn't even know that this was a thing until his story that that's why his daughter ended up getting his estate. So then anybody who's guilty but never does the appeals is like submitting? Mm, 
I, see, again, that's, what, that's what you're saying. Not I, you. That's I, what you're saying. Right. You I, being the people that. I'm not a lawyer. I don't. This is Why? the first time what? I've heard of that. Hold on. <laughs> you don't understand. I thought this it was our second lawyer segment of the week. No, that's just what I have read and understand about the Hernandez case. That document is trippy. Yeah, he's. He makes OJ Simpson look like a saint. Wow. You wow, go murdering like somebody saint. and then like you're fine the next day, just hanging out with your friends, like back to normal life. That's he, crazy. He was, I think, probably clinically insane. Okay. I think he clinically had bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. He could not, he, he was being two different people. Yeah. That's a good and, way of putting and, it. And completely okay with it. Right. Like it seemed like he had no conscience. When people when people weren't looking in his direction, he was a different person. Right. And then he was when he was with certain people, he was a different person. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And the other thing that I've taken away from that documentary, and you I know that this happens, especially if you've seen a fic- fictional movie called The Program, is that how they take care and cover up things of okay. of athletes. Oh, okay. But this is like they cover up stuff. You're like, dude, he shot up a car. Mm-hmm. And they and they just kind of turned their eye, right? Because he's a star football player, or whatever. He killed people, yeah. like you're like what? Gave him the benefit of the doubt. Probably is a more accurate term. Mm, yeah, okay. that's good. Like gave him the benefit of the doubt, and you're like, huh? I hope to God, you two, our bosses, my friends, that if I get accused of shooting people and killing them, mm-hmm. you stand by me, but also hold me, re- you know, responsible for those actions. Like, you mean, we're going to check the facts and do the investigation to make sure that you're not a murderer. Yes. Right. Yeah. But if you're found guilty and you're a murderer, we just walk away? Like, I mean, uh, you're going to do that anyway, but... <laughs> to me, it sucks to be you. I'm just saying that... You, I, Better you than me. Don't I owe it to you as a friend, <laughs> right? And as a coworker, like, to make sure what you're telling me is accurate? Or do I just take your word? That's a tough one. That's a. Ooh, that's I don't think a it's tough a tough one. one. Mm-hmm. Not when it comes to murder. Okay. Child molestation, yeah. right? Right. When it's kidnapping. Like, who mm-hmm. took the yogurt out of the fridge? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> care. For it, yeah, right. But somebody dying. I'm with Corbin on that mm. one. We're, we got to check up on that. <laughs> because my, now my personal safety's in question. <laughs> right. I kind of don't want to hang out with a murderer. <laughs> that's just my life choice. And I think about uh, Aaron Hernandez's. Was it a fiance or wife? Yeah. What a fiance? Yeah. Um. That like. You feel like you're a certain way with one person and that you know them. And then they have all these other sides to them. Yeah, a whole other life, all these other sides to them that you're like, I I was thinking that would be weird to grieve because you're grieving this person that you have all these memories with. And then you're finding out that there is a completely different person in the person that you love. Yeah, and she, her behavior was also quite crazy because in the phone conversations, you hear her kind of done. Like yeah. she's fed up with him, mm-hmm. but then she's doing things like removing evidence from the house and they have cameras all around their house and they show her trying to lug like heavy stuff, like getting it out of the house. <laughs> and it's quite clear on camera. She's the thing in question. The police want she's moving. Mm-hmm. It's just this. Cra- it's crazy. The things yeah. people do in that scenario, like you got to have some lines in life. I think murderers <laughs> should be one. Like, hey, I can't be around you if you murder someone. I can't cover up evidence for you. I can't or cover if, up evidence for you is a fantastic line. And if, like, hey, I need you to take this box, go put it in a landfill. Don't look at it. Don't ask me any questions. I ain't doing it. No, right. Like, I'd be like, 
uh, no, I want to know, is there a body in here? Like, I wouldn't just be like, <laughs> okay, I love you. I'll take that box to the landfill. Like, to, so to be like, I'm not really sure. Right. I don't know. It would be a weird thing because... You can't ask me yeah. to do that. I wouldn't do that. The the line of going, if you loved me, you would do it, is a manipulative yeah. line. Yeah, you're well, in yeah. trouble. <laughs> I think I've said that that's the line. <laughs> listen. If you love me, you'll wash the dishes. Hey, listen, to get you to buy you, you know, eighty, you know, five thousand dollars in candles, because <laughs> it's the buy one, get one free right. annual sale. You, completely well, different. Then love me, you'll buy me this dinosaur evidence. purse I love. Right. <laughs> Don't right. you want me to be happy? Right. How much was that dinosaur purse? <laughs> no, too much. Because it was it was limited edition and Sure, no, I love it. Keep no, justification, go. I didn't find out about this limited edition purse until after they were done. So I didn't buy it from Coach. I had to buy it from somebody else. And since there was no more from Coach, mm-hmm. I paid more than I would have Wait, paid. Wait, so you didn't buy it direct. You bought no. it. How do you know you bought a, a legit, legitimate Ooh. one? Well, it came with a thing. That, oh, like, like a certificate of authenticity? Um, no. no, not that. <laughs> no. no. A receipt? No. Like, you know, the there's like little things when you buy new purses that are uh-huh. in them that's like little pamphlets that come with it. Sure. Well, yeah. those can't be faked. <laughs> yeah. You can't take one from an actual one and throw it in this one. Right. I mean, I guess that's true, but uh, if it's fake, then it's a good one, and I don't really care because it does what <laughs> What I want. Right. But if it feels high quality and it feels like it's not fake, so. Isn't it funny how we, me included in this, you hear limited edition and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to hurry. I got to get one. Yeah. Well, because you know what the company doesn't want to do? Make as much freaking money as possible. Right. The they don't want to have is, a ton of them so everybody can buy one. They make limited edition so they can overcharge yeah. and they're hitting a small niche of people. Yes, um, because not everybody loves dinosaurs. So I know that. Everybody in this, pretty much loves dinosaurs. This, I don't know. Who, this, who in our world, unless their family member has been eaten by a dinosaur has any legitimate (laughs) hatred towards a dinosaur. I've never heard anybody go, I hate dinosaurs. No, I hate cats. I hate dogs. I hate birds. Yes. Nah, I hate dinosaurs. I hate that effing brontosaurus. I hate T-Rex. Son of a bitch always chasing after me, riding skateboards and stuff. Right. Yeah, so I... (laughs) Well, what, do you eat it with spaghetti? (laughs) (laughs) I, so... Uh, but I didn't find out that they had that until after, and so there was none on the online or anything like that. So I went to Poshmark to get it. What, what is Poshmark? It's an app where you can buy Knock-offs. like clothes and stuff like that. No, it's like a consignment <laughs> store online, pretty much. Like if so I wanted to buying used clothes and items. Yes. Okay. But then some people sell stuff that's not used. They just you know right. They mark take advantage of people me. like you. <laughs> yes. Who who don't pay attention because yeah. It's, don't find, then out. find out late in the game. Yeah. And even when I found out about it, it was like, I don't know, in December, when they, I think they stopped selling them in November, and I'd gone to the coach store like, where's this purse? Right. <laughs> don't, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't say the number, but I want you to write it down. Okay. How much, how much you paid? <sighs> oh, that's not bad. Yeah. In I mean, purse world, that's not bad. No. I I don't care. I'll say it here, three hundred bucks because I think it that's was nothing. no in purse world. That's nothing. Yeah, and I think it was like maybe two hundred bucks to begin with, and so oh, okay. I, I didn't pay an exorbitant amount, but I paid more than it was worth. But it's not that to me because I love it. It makes me happy every day. Gimpy spends that in weed in two months. 
pretty much basically. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I Am I wrong? Am I just guessed. Uh, yeah, but... yeah, yeah, that's that's close. Two months span? Yeah, that's Might be right. generous. Yeah, 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 that's about right. I can't. Two, two weeks. I can't use my high Eight. every day. I can use that purse every day. I feel well, like it's a good investment. you can use your high every day. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you can't. Tickets to Rocklahoma coming up. Uh, we'll see what Sam wants to talk about. We got our top five songs. Top five songs that should never be performed at the Super Bowl halftime special from listener Macadoodle. We'll take a break at News Quickies when we return. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Someone clarified what Sam, lawyer Sam, was saying about Aaron Hernandez. And the reason he got his estate is because when he died... He was going through appeal, and during an appeal, you are not guilty until the appeal is finished. Okay. In some states. Yeah, which they have changed that law. But so it's you're not trying to say not you're not guilty until you've done all the appeals. That is not true. No. In the process of an appeal. Yes. That's not even close to what you were saying. I think it was. Yeah, it was in the same state for sure. (laughs) Uh, Let's do news quickies. It's time for News Quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Mom livid after nursery sends her note by riding on her child. Oh, jeez. So, this oh. woman, Heather, she is a single mother of two, and she God, was... these millennials are so <laughs> needy. <laughs> she was super furious after she picked her toddler up from daycare, and I guess normally this daycare will write notes to the parent about, like, the child's behavior and what's going on, and mm. they will put it in the lunchbox of the kid. Well, she... Missed the note the day before that said, hey, your child needs more diapers. And so the next day she drops her child off, picks the kid up and written in green marker on the child's stomach (laughs) says, mom, we need more diapers. And so she said that she used baby wipes to try to get it off and that she is beyond pissed. Uh, She said when she picked up the kid that the teachers were there, the workers, the daycare, so they easily could have told her without writing on her kid. And she said this isn't the first time that it's happened. And so she went to Facebook, posted a picture of sure the kid's stomach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little white wine justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was like, you know, spewing all this, super mad. And it's like, I need your opinion. What should I do? Should I stomp in there tomorrow furious? And like asking people. And then I'll leave my child. And- <laughs> <laughs> she has said that. Like she tried to scrub it off a baby wipe's not coming off, and that I'm a single mom with a full time job and two very young children in all caps. Sue me for not reading the report every single day <laughs> because that's what told her that she needed more diapers. I cannot imagine how exhausting being a single mother yeah. with two kids is. Yeah. Furthermore, Susan, I can't imagine how exhausting having a job and paying for daycare is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is just heavy. But isn't it weird how this looks like automatically the woman didn't nothing wrong? 
Right. How did? What if they've been telling her for weeks? Right. Well, she, she said it, it was the day before that she missed a note that was in the kids' lunchbox, and I still, I'm with you on that. But I think writing on your kid's stomach is a little much. Not and, if they've. Not if because she says it's happened before. Not right. if this has happened multiple times, and this is the only way they can get through her. Oh, okay. Her. Yes, it's happened before that they've written on a kid. <laughs> not, well, that's uh, not what it says. You just said it, this has happened before. That d- didn't clarify writing on a stomach. It didn't clarify anything. Yeah, well, I mean, I think in this story, that's what she was saying, that this isn't the first time that this has happened, where they've written on the kit. Or I've ran out of diapers. Okay. Yeah, I took it as it wasn't the first time that they've written on a kid, which if, if a daycare wrote on my kid, I'd be pretty pissed too. That's annoying and obnoxious. Like, why are you writing on a baby? That's crazy. Because you're not paying attention. Right. Yeah. I have to get your attention. It <gasps> makes sense to do it like that because you'll miss no notes. Way. She you'll didn't miss for, it. You'll forget, you know, hey, I told you that you needed diapers. You know, you get busy as a single mom with two kids. You get busy, you forget about that. But you are guaranteed to change that baby's <laughs> diaper at least once. Yes, she said she, after once. a long, hard day at work, she came home to change the baby's diaper, and she saw that note. Yeah. She also said, I had plans to take them to the beach and play, but now I can't because oh, yeah. my son has writing all over him. Yeah, it's a bull. Get <laughs> out of here. Why can't you? It's covered in crap anyway. <laughs> Sticky stuff like settle. I don't want other Holster people it, looking. lady. Right, right. And... and would it be different if they used washable markers? You know, something that would be able to, com- to come off. The, I mean, and it comes they're off implying they took the big beast right. protest sharpie. Right. <laughs> protest the sharpie. The one that gets the whole room high as soon as yeah. you take the cap off. It's, yeah. it's, it's overdramatic on both sides. Very much. But what are they, like, if, if that was the last diaper, mm-hmm. and they've told her, and she hasn't brought diapers, and she has a track record of not reading the report every day, mm-hmm. what, what are they then supposed to do when she's out of diapers, when that child's out of diapers? Okay. I mean, out. Well, Take diapers from another kid? No. Are they supposed to pay for the diapers? No, mm. but I feel like... Why didn't you tell me? I can just hear it. Especially <laughs> if you're going to pick up your kid, I would want you to talk to me like, hey, did you not see like your kid's out of diapers? Sure. What do you want us to do? Sure. Have you and ever there's, seen there's pick up at a daycare? First. Have you ever seen pick up at a daycare? No, I've never oh, been to pick up at a daycare. It's insane. It's insane. There's... 20 parents picking up at once. Mm-hmm. And you're just trying to make sure that right kids go into the right parent and da da da. You're not like, oh yeah, Sally wanted, uh, um, da. That's what the note's for. That I feel like there's a There's step. a clear step. There's a clear yeah. process yeah. in place. But Lazy parents piss me off. There's a step before writing on the kid. I just Which feel is what? like talking to me in person. You have my no, emergency I contact. Do no, no. I, you want to be bothered at work to be told you're out of diapers. I would rather be bothered at work than you writing on my kid. Yeah, but we have a process. You missed the process. Yeah, and it's been a day. I can. I yeah, because you're out of diapers. I your kid, you fed your kid honey sticky buns for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because you don't want to participate as a parent. You're too busy watching Real Housewives, and so now they've crapped themselves. Uh-huh. We went through every diaper you brought. Yeah, I just feel like there's a step like of us communicating before it's like I, there is. You no, missed it. No, I right. day before times, yeah. you missed the communication. I did not know this was going to strike such a chord. I meant, <laughs> I meant there's a step before you missed a note. Now I'm writing on your kid. There's a step in between yeah. there that I feel like is a little dramatic. It is. Dr- they're like, both being way dramatic. The day before you didn't read the notes. So now I'm writing on your kid. They're both being way dramatic. Yeah. But hey, maybe they're sick of her. Right, that's a way to, uh, to push this them out. This is only from her perspective. That's it, what that, I'm saying. It, it's just what she had written on social media, which, by the way, on social media it makes it worse because then you play up every single thing. To your side. Yeah, of course. I'm the one writing it. It's my story. Right. <laughs> and the, you have resources. I would imagine, like, 
if this were in America or in this state, you would contact um, Child Protective Services. Right. You well, can't do like you can go online and see reports of daycares. Right. So. I'm saying, like, she had means to deal with it. And she ain't going to just leave, by the way. Oh, because it's so hard to find another daycare? Yeah. Then it's not cheap. Yeah, yeah, but now I just wrote about you all over social media. So now I just poured gasoline on this because I've got 547 comments talking about what a trash daycare you are. <laughs> like, the daycare not being able to defend right. themselves. That's fun. Mom drives getaway car for her 15-year-old robber of a son. Oh, that's cute. Isn't it great? A mother's love. It's family time. Deep. It does, yeah. right? So down in uh, Florida, outside of Orlando, the, the, the robber, robbery actually happened last Halloween. Okay, but they're just now arresting the guy. So what happens is that uh, Mama and her boy and two of his friends hop into the minivan. They go to their local Circle K. The uh, kid puts on a mask and grabs a gun, goes inside, hands the cashier a note that says, give me all the money. So the cashier does what he says. All right, here's the money. Boy bolts out, boom, hops in mama's minivan. They take off. Well, I guess he drops some cash on the way. Mama stops, beep, backs up, lets the boy get some cash. I don't think he got it all because the police reused uh, one of the bills and they found fingerprints on it and they traced those fingerprints back to the 15-year-old boy. Now they got a search warrant. They search the house. They find a mask. They find the clothes that all coincide with what the robber was wearing. So now mama's been arrested for armed robbery and child neglect. They say that she had knowledge of the robbery that was going to be committed. She said that they, they said that she actively encouraged her son to commit an act which could reasonably be expected to result in physical injury. And that's why she got child neglect. I'm imagining that the boy got picked up as well. It doesn't say in the story whether or not it did, probably because he's a minor. He's only 15. But nonetheless, now mama's looking at two felonies to add to her continuous rap sheet of other dumb, stupid stuff she's done. It's crazy to think that you can get popped like that. Yeah. Whoa. You know what I mean? They just started tacking on charges on her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, family business. You got to do what you got to do, man. I'm not helping. just want to bond. Right. <laughs> I just want to bond and then get a bond. <laughs> hey, why don't we spend any time together? Why, don't, why can't we just spend time together? Look, I'm going to rob a bank. You want to drive or not? You want to be part of it? Fine, I guess. The You're only way I can spend life. time with you. What I why do we do? always do what you want to do, yeah. Mom? <laughs> Man smokes joint in court in front of judge. <laughs> All right. Stupid. Spencer Boston faced a charge of simple drug possession, spoke to the judge, and while arguing in favor of legalization of marijuana, <laughs> he decided he'd light up and smoke a joint in the courtroom. The video is on our Facebook page. He's like, well, I wouldn't get in trouble if I was taking Advil in front of you. It's my medicine. The act drew <laughs> laughter from, of course, people in the courtroom. The judge thought it was so funny. He said, hey, I'll pay you for your comedy. Uh, with some court time, uh-huh. and you had another charge added, and a fine, and jail, and uh, all because why? It's not legal where he lives. To smoke in a court mm. government building is illegal. It's a heavy fine, oh. tobacco or otherwise. Oh yeah. my yep, yep, yep. god, that is awesome! So it's weird that, he, that was his awesome. protest, but he actually got in trouble for something. Anybody yeah. could get that. It was right. more of the smoking in a public building. Right. If it was a cigarette or whatever it was. He still would have been popped. That is awesome. Funny thing. <laughs> like, judges hate when you don't follow the rules. Oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, his, like, mugshot, he's so proud of what he did. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can see on his face, he gives no Fs. <laughs> 
All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Gets me. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. You can tell everybody I what I said. Just look. Corbin is like self-entitled mom just pisses me off. All you have to do is read a note. That's it. <laughs> I get it's hard. I get being a parent's hard. It's a note. It isn't war and peace. Right. It's literally kid had a good day or kid isn't eating or had a fever. Maybe like six words at best. Maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your kid's an asshole. That's pretty simple. And by the way, or if it's like your kid has a 102 fever, you need to watch it tonight. Like, you could have missed something big, though. Right. Not just diapers. While you're waiting for the old, you know, Pack Bell computer to (laughs) warm up, maybe just read the notes. (laughs) While you're waiting for the hot water to get going so you can throw your stupid bath bomb. (laughs) With your glass of wine. With your glass of Chardonnay. Uh, All right, so Sam's got sports for us. I don't know why it just sets me off. I guess because parenting's hard, and when you see people like not reading a note, like the simplest thing of parenting, it's the simplest thing. And then whining about it afterwards. Like it's not like I'm doing all I can, which I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. You just need to read. So sue me. One note. That's what it is. Right, totally. <laughs> uh, ESPN is citing sources that Dusty Baker will be the new Houston Astros coach, which should bring an end to the sign ceiling scandal that has rocked that organization. The seven-year-old Dusty Baker ranks 15th in all-time wins with 1,863 over 22 seasons. Wow. That includes a National League pennant with the San Francisco Giants in 02. In addition to his 10 seasons with the Giant, Baker spent four seasons managing the Cubs, six with the Reds, and two with Nationals. Think of anybody you know 70 years old, and now think about them having to, you know, work, not just full-time, mm-hmm. like a lot. Right, because those coaches, they don't, they're don't they over 40-hour work weeks, right? F- from February to October, potentially, you're working every day, maybe one day, two days off a week at best. And even on your days off, you're checking up on people if their ankle's still swollen or whatever it is that you have to do. I mean, yeah, you're working. <laughs> you're still I, doing they it. do more. <laughs> coaches do more than <laughs> check swollen ankles. I don't know. I feel. I just feel like I How's don't know. Ankles, there, son. Yeah, <laughs> doing that, good. That you would Thanks, get coach. like you would get you know some kind of text or something. that's like oh, you know whatever. Jurgens is out this week because of his ankle. Jurgens. I was just trying to think of a last name. I don't know why Jurgens felt like a- lotion. <laughs> you have the heir to the lotions. Maybe Jenkins would have been a better last name. I just want to play ball. <laughs> you don't understand, Dad. I don't want to. I don't want your life. <laughs> I don't want your silky smooth soft hands. Be a real man. I can't throw balls with this lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Keep slipping out of my hand. Yeah, Dad. maybe Jenkins would have been a. No, I just said it again, didn't I? No, you said Jenkins that Jenkins, time. Jenkins, yeah. Jenkins. I don't know who that is. That's that's, the, that's the empire to the, the stupid <laughs> yeah. block client, you know, stacking thing. <laughs> um, and remember Mattress Mac? Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the crazy guy in Houston. <laughs> yeah, he bet against the Chiefs in the divisional playoffs, betting on the Texans and lost. Then he bet on the Titans and lost. And now he's wanting to make a one million dollar bet on the 49ers. Oh, good God! It did, okay, isn't so? I think I, you, I, wouldn't that be an awesome life? Just like be you, able to throw money around like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. 
Sure, because I'm like, sure he's not got stress. more. Yeah, yeah, not stress about it. Paydays in right. paydays in three days, and I'm floating. <laughs> right, right. My and grocery money, I'm I'm like tonight. I'm like, what can we have tonight? We're gonna have we're gonna have rice, and I think I got some frozen chicken, and I think I can go buy some lettuce to make me make a salad, but not a full salad, just a right. lettuce salad. Right, right. No tomatoes or any of that other luxury stuff. Vinegar and water. That's your salad. Yeah, dressing. yeah, yeah. This yeah. salad tastes like a douche. Luckily, I got two toddlers. Right. I got two toddlers. So so they'll eat mac and cheese till the sun comes up, right? <laughs> and be happy too. Yes, they'll think it's a treat. <laughs> um, but okay, isn't the cheese is minus one? So if he puts down a million dollars, the most he can win is another million dollars, right? Depends, uh, it depends on the parameters of the bet he wants to make. When you make a large bet, sometimes you can dictate some of the the numbers. Oh, like you can, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm going to put a million dollars down, but I want you know plus seven for the for the for the 49ers. So then, if the 49ers win, I win seven million dollars. Uh, I don't the Whatever math part. I never get right, but you you want more of a benefit for the 49ers. Like you can fudge the numbers a little bit, and some guys will take it, and most guys won't. But a million dollars. So million. does that mean can I call Vegas right now and be like, I want to put a bet on the Chiefs? Yeah, of course you can. And then uh, it's legal? You can't, no, not from Oklahoma. Okay, that was my question. I was no. a little confused about that. Okay. They, they say, there, there's a rumor they're going to do that in this, like, we're going to get sports betting, but they're having, a, that's, they're having a hard time justifying because it counts for such a small amount of money that is generated uh, in state gambling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would do that. I mean, I love no, to play slots. Yeah, I would. I mean, you're not. You know, you're not. You you and, love to play the slots when you just go to the casino for someone's birthday. Yeah, you're not going there on the reg to play. You're not. You're not going there on the reg to make a bet every Friday. True statement. No, I just. And, but there like, are people that would do that through my phone, just like. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. You're not <laughs> getting put, out of bed. Uh, you're, I, you're, I'll put. I'll put. You know, whatever. Fifteen bucks on the Chiefs. It'll be little bets. For those that don't know, baby bets. This is mm-hmm. Sam's life. If I have to pause Netflix and the screensaver comes on, I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. That's fair. If it starts previewing other shows, I'm pissed. <laughs> right. This is That's too, too long. much time. Yeah. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. I don't want to tell you you're wrong. I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> That's false with false sports and Steven Sam on 97.5 KMOD. All right. Stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30 second break, but we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Super Bowl party with the Big Mad Morning Show, Elgin Park, downtown Friday night, 4 to 6. Pizza, beer, brouhaha. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that and then going over to do wrestling over at the BOK Center, which is going to be awesome. Be oh, fun. Yeah. You get a little... A little bit lubed up before before your wrestling match that you have to go. Me and your liver lubed up. I mean, I feel like what I was gonna say was me and Mike from Andalini's are going together, and now you said that, and I feel like I shouldn't mention who I'm going oh, with. You can get lubed up with Mike. He's fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting lubed up with Mike. <laughs> You get uh, lubed up with us. Like but it. it's a good, if you're going down for wrestling and turning back on the tracks, then um, we're going to do the little pre-party, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Your pin's going to run out of ink, my friend. <laughs> Can't help it. Uh, the Super Bowl is party that we're going to have downtown over at Elgin Park. Again, that's Friday starting at 4 o'clock. Let's see what Sam wants to talk about. Now it is time for Seam and Sam. Now it is time for Seam and Sam. Now it is time for Seam and Sam segment. You have an excellent memory. 
Um, so I watched an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm last week, and in the episode, there is uh, this woman that works for Larry David, and she has a tattoo on her forearm, and he notices it and is like, hey, is that new ink? And she was like, yeah, I just got it a little bit ago. And it was kind of odd looking tattoo. There's someone with like one eye or something like that. And he was like, oh, what is that about? What does that mean? And she's like, it's really personal to me. So I don't appreciate you asking. And he was like, then put it on your ass if it's personal to you. <laughs> like Everybody can yeah. see it. And I was like, like, it kind of clicked. It dawned on me that like with tattoos, yeah, if it's somewhere I can see it, then I feel it's okay to ask, what does that mean? What is that tattoo about? If it's somewhere that's in my eyesight, like I feel obligated kind of to an answer. If you have something on your body that everybody can see, then like, yeah, that's okay to ask. And so I was thinking about the tattoos that I got that are tramp stamp. You can see sometimes in a bathing suit and that, you know, was right because it's far too low for, to show up above the pants, the <laughs> swimsuit uh, pant line. It is skanky low. I don't even think in these jeans right now you could but see it. For those who don't, <laughs> this is how low it is. Sometimes the toilet paper gets blue ink on it. <laughs> oh, damn. It's purple, pink, yellow, and blue. Mm-hmm. You know, a little rainbow. <laughs> uh, okay, so that one, I was. Uh, like, obviously, I put it there because I was in the skanky season of my life, and I was fine with other people seeing that. And We're going on this yeah. skank season. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That's a hun- I you don't even need a permit. <laughs> nope. Yeah. In skank season, I wanted other people to see my tramp stamp. Absolutely. And I got the one on my wrist because it's my friend that died. It's his middle name, which I regret having on my wrist now. But his middle name was Rip. And so I felt like having RIP on your hand, someone would know that it was for someone that died and that I wouldn't really care about anyone making that connection and like someone asking about it I kind of prepared for that like I'd be like oh I'd be able to tell you about it and then the same thing that with the tattoo on my collarbone ish that says <laughs> screw for mother screw for mother yes <laughs> it says vis parmare but I was fine with when I got that knowing that people were going to ask what does that mean and because if I'm wearing a tank top or something you could see it so it was something I thought about because they were on visible parts of my body that it was a thought that I had that I'm fine with someone asking about it. I wouldn't be like, I can't tell you about this because it hurts because it's in someone's eyesight. And so I'm curious to both of you who have tattoos, if you thought about where you got it, people asking, and if you feel obligated for someone to tell you the story about their tattoo. Give me. Uh. I don't feel obligated for somebody to tell me a story. If I'm like, hey, that's a cool tattoo, I'm probably ask where you got it from, who did it, because if it looks good, you know, you want to maybe go to that artist. Be like, I like your work. I want you to do some work on me. Sure. But I don't need to know the entire story, the history behind why. If you want to tell me, okay, cool, I'll listen. But I'm not going to go out of my way to be like, so, um, what's that mean there? What's that tattoo? I see you've got a flaming skull on your calf. <laughs> what's the story behind that? Yeah, that's just, nah, that's for me. You have our name tattooed on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if it's personal, I put it on your ass so nobody can see it. So, that's how closely I hold you guys <laughs> to myself. Um, so, that one is I mean, it's on your butt, so not everybody can see it. Right. Only a, a very, very lucky select. handful of females <laughs> or males, whoever, gets to see that. Right, right, right. But the one that is on your arm yes. is a old-timey microphone, yes. right? Yes. And the BMMS logo. Yes, yes. I'll put it on the camera so you can see. Kapow! And so 
you got yeah, yeah. that because you wanted other people to see the logo and know you were in radio. Um, wow, that was really presumptuous. No, yes, very I, I guess I okay, but no, because it. <laughs> hold on, mm-hmm. it's in a place where everybody can see it, right? right? It's right. your forearm, and you Absolutely. always wear t-shirts. Absolutely. So it had to go through your mind if you have four letters and a microphone. It mm-hmm. is representative of what you do. Yes. Right, and yes. so you wanted in it in a spot where everyone could see, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I just wanted, I wanted some ink. I've never had tattoos before. The first one was the BMMS, and we got that done at the toy drive many, many moons ago. And oh, right. It, it's two separate ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about so that. So I did that one, and I was just like, well, I want something. I just don't know what I want, I want, you know? So Sam come up with the idea, well, you should get BMMS tattooed. And I'm like, you know what? That is- I did? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I so did? You did. <laughs> you did. You don't remember that. I don't remember that. Oh, must Wait, so hold on. Two of your tattoos have to do with me. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. Well, your recommendation. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. I did not know I was so attached to your body, Gimpy. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, more attached than some others. That's for yeah. sure. This is the only non-sexual reference right. we've made about right. that. Right. Yeah, no, but the mm-hmm. one on your wrist and mm-hmm. my name on your ass, mm-hmm. I am more attached to your body than anybody else's. I don't know anybody else that I've recommended a tattoo that they yeah. had. So yeah, I didn't so know that was the case. You recommended That's that. Cool. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, pride for the show, pride for what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, why not? Why not? That seems like a good idea. Why the hell not? So I just had that one on the wrist. And of course, you know, you guys know tattoos are very addictive. You get one, you're going to want another and another and another and another. So I wanted another one. And uh, Johnny was like, hey, come on down, man. Listen, I got you. All right, cool. So did some thinking. I'm like, well, what do I want to do? Because, well, er, tattoos are permanent. Okay, so let's do something decent. So that's when I decided to come up with the radio-themed sleeve. Uh, music's always been a huge part of my life, whether it's radio or doing the DJ thing or just in general. You see me around here with my earbuds and my earphones in or whatever. We talked about it yesterday. I'm not a podcast listener. I'm a music guy. So when you see me plugged in, I'm listening to something. So that's right. why that's why I chose the microphone, okay? And then the rest of it just kind of just falls right into place. Once again, pride of what you do, pride of your work, something that's a big part of your life like music is for me. That's why I went that way. So so do you think people are entitled to know what it's about? Not entitled to know what it's about. If I want to tell you, I'll tell you. If you ask, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to be like, "Hey, this uh, this one right here, this is because I love music and I've been on a microphone for the past 20 years of my life. You know, something to that effect. You know, so no, it's not it's not entitled to and have to know. Was it something that you thought about before you placed it there? That like other people are going to see this. No. Like I want to tell no, a story. No, 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 no. Never didn't think about it. I just said this is what I want and this is where I want to put it. This is where I'm starting at. Okay. Because mm-hmm. you want to do the whole sleeve, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As opposed to a random piece on your chest or on your calf or something like that. I just, yeah, I know that this is going to take a while and I wanted it to be a nice work of art. So that's where I started. I'm, I'm of the belief of I get tattoos for me. So I don't get a tattoo I want on my back that I'll never see. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I put it on my arm or on my shoulder, mm-hmm. right? I have one on my thigh that I got when I was 18 and it was, it's mm-hmm. there because I was trying to hide it from my parents at the time. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> It's a stupid tattoo, but tattoos are supposed to be for me to be able to see. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to see them, then you're just in the line of sight. That's I'm not doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And if what do you think you you know 
Louis the Sixteenth, you think you're entitled to something? <laughs> like, get yeah. out of here! You, you, you thinking you're entitled to know what my tattoo is about mm-hmm. is equal to thinking you're entitled to say something about a hot girl because of the way she's dressed. And see, like, I also feel like okay if there is a guy at a bar that has a ton of tattoos and is wearing a tank top, that I almost feel like obligated to comment on that the same way. I, not obligated, but. It's a conversation starter that I feel like, oh, what's that about? That I feel like I can ask the same way I would ask, like, oh, you like the Kansas City Chiefs. You got a bunch of Chiefs stuff on. Right, because— That it's, like, part of your body that you're representing and that I feel okay to ask about that because it's in the line of sight that you wanted me to see. It's an interesting take on it. A bar is probably not the greatest example because it's a social place where people whatever. Mm -hmm. But just to come up to somebody and say something is bizarre. Yeah. It's okay, like that would be weird. No, you're right. That would be super weird. Like to walk up to somebody and be like, "Your shirt. It's a nice shirt. Where'd you get it?" That's weird. Uh, yeah. And even in a bar, that's weird. No, you're. If I'm at a bar and some girl tries to pick me up by going, "Hey, you got shoes on," <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, and you're you clearly don't. crazy." And single Corbin's <laughs> excited right now, and you don't. No, but if she came up to you and said, "Oh, like I like the Chiefs. That's awesome." Yeah, or, I would go high five and then walk away because I don't get in those. Con- I try not to get in those conversations with people. Or like if Gimpy, I mm-hmm. had did not work with you, and I was also in radio, and I saw your tattoo, be like, "Oh my God, I'm in radio too!" Like, uh, like. I would feel like people would go there. clearly. You're not because you don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You must be listening to those other guys. Yeah, yeah. But it'd be a connection. I, like, oh, we've got something in common or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, strike a strike up a conversation. Yeah. And I would feel okay to ask about it because it's in a place where everybody can see yeah, it, yeah. and that that is something that you thought about before you got your tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Like Larry David said, if you don't want people asking about it, put it someplace where they won't see it. See, and I disagree with that completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe mind your own damn business. Well, that's another way to look at it. Right? <laughs> it's on my body. What does it have to do with you? No. I suddenly have to ca- take consideration about what I wear or what I'm doing to make you feel more comfortable? No, that's stupid. Is it not something that you think, I, I guess, that you've thought about? No. So, uh, anything- I did not take other people's thoughts and feelings into consideration when I got my tattoos. Yeah. I mean, I did. I guess. Wow. I'm, I, yeah, like I was okay with knowing that every like people would see the one that you can see, or the two that you can see if I have a tank top on, or the three that you can see if I'm in a skanky bathing suit. I took into consideration. Low <laughs> yeah, bend right. over and pick something up. Yeah, and it's not a good tattoo. No, it's not. I think it's That's supposed to be uh, an elephant, maybe, That's or a ladybug. No, what is it? It's a heart. Huh. Let's, let's see it. Butterfly? Wait, I don't need to see. No, it. it's a heart, and I'd have the unzip my pants to show you, and oh, that's good. inappropriate. <laughs> That's how low. Why are you this, laughing when you say that? That's weird is. that you're you're laughing when you say I have to unzip my pants, and that would be inappropriate. Because it's weird you're laughing when you say it. I know how skanky that tattoo is. I'm not the same mind to give you that. I I want more. I wish it didn't hurt so bad to get it removed. Let's let's really? let's rephrase the question, mm-hmm. right? Would you get a tattoo today with that same mindset? No. Mm-mm. And, I, and that's right when you're young. Yeah. I think you, you probably are accurate that, hey, I think about other, you know, I, either you want the attention or you know people are going to ask. I think it was I wanted the attention. I got <laughs> my tramp stamp. I got my sleeve knowing that people were going to judge me based off of it. Okay. Right. I've had that sleeve for over a decade. So I knew people were going to judge me on it. People I got were- the stars on my arm. You know, I've had that for 15 years. I knew people were going to judge me on it. Mm-hmm. 
So, in but that wasn't why I got it. No, but I guess it's definitely for any of my tattoos. It was something that I thought about, and that I was okay with being like, I know I'm going to put this here because. I can see it. I know other people are going to see it, and I'm going to be okay with them talking about it. Like, I guess if, like, my two sisters, they got um, tattoos on their wrists with something when my dad died, like a correlation, and I'm the only one that didn't get it because I didn't want to people to ask me about it, and I didn't want to see it every day because I didn't want that reminder, and I knew that that would be a consequence of, like, oh, what does that mean? And I, I didn't want to talk about my dad dying. Um, somebody texted in and said, I have about eight tattoos, two on my chest, two on each arm, and my kids' names on my back with their footprints. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. You never get to see the ones on your back, but that's mm-hmm. fine. It's up to you. <laughs> you can, here. That, that's up to you, right? Yeah, Wherever yeah, you yeah. get it. I, it's, I'm aware that people judge and look at my tattoos and interpret and have whatever feelings they want about them. My family that disowned me, mm-hmm. they judged harshly. Oh, yeah. You're the devil. Yeah. they, yeah. Ju- they had, On they your were, tattoos? Yes. When I had my sleep, yes. Hmm. And, and, I didn't know and that. It's, it's just ink on skin. It's so, not like drugs being put into me that's changing who I am as a human being. <laughs> you used to be a if decent anything, guy, so you got those tattoos. If anything, I would argue it, it helped me be more self-aware, right? Because I had to think about the process and what it would be like after. Mm-hmm. And two, it gave me more confidence. Really? Yes. Because I knew people were going to judge. And I had to go out into society. Do you feel that way about your tattoo? That people are judging me? No, no, no. That gave you more confidence. No. No. I feel like, well, this is cool. I don't need confidence. (laughs) To be honest with you, I'm cool with it the way it is. So I I don't need that extra boost of confidence. (laughs) Be like, I've got ink. Look at me. I go through the summertime with a wife beater on and an arm shaped like a penis. I don't need tattoos to give me extra confidence. It's not confidence like, look at me. Mm -hmm. It's confidence like, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm comfortable in my skin. This is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not confidence, look at me. (laughs) That's arrogance. (laughs) That's right. You wear wife beater? I don't know if I've ever seen you wearing wife beater. Oh, yeah. Most of the time, like, like I said, in the summertime. Right. right. I see you in the summertime. <laughs> yes, but only at work. Do you see me outside of work? Do you see me when I'm mowing my lawn or when I'm, that, you know, that's out fine. at the lake or something I know, but you, I'm just going off what you mm-hmm. said, and I, it hit me that I had never seen you yeah. in a wife beater. Yeah, And yeah. I've known you for quite a while oh, now. Oh, yeah. Wife beater, sleeveless shirts. You take those old white shirts and just rip them off. Yeah. More comfy. BMS tank top on. <laughs> um, someone texted and said, I have a rebel flag or a rebel flag tattoo on my thigh. The first thing out of people's mouth is, oh, my God, are you racist? I mean, it is a symbol of racism. <laughs> and I can see it, so I'm going to ask about it. Maybe. I'm not saying it's racist. No. I'm saying it's a symbol associated with racism. Maybe they're just fans of the Dukes of Hazzard. The swastika is also, <laughs> uh, also a Native American symbol. Right. But it's most, mm. uh, most widely known as a racist symbol. Thank you for ruining that one, Hitler. <laughs> Yeah, had just a good that. peaceful symbol, yeah, and now just that. we're all just haters. <laughs> so if you get something like that, that's most most of society sees as a racist symbol. Right. You cannot be shocked. Right. When people are like, "Oh, are you racist?" Right, because I can see it, and I got, and I want to ask. Maybe Furthermore, you- <laughs> Susan, people that are very racist, that are proudly racist, get that flag <laughs> right. tattooed on them. Like it's not a. Far so it's stretch. not a. It's not a giant leap. <laughs> right. I'm not saying you're racist. I don't know you. I'm just saying. You can have Southern pride, but it's also widely, if you get, if you're very Native American and you get the swastika on you, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to automatically assume you're racist. Right, right. 
You're a and white if, supremacist, but I'm not white. Right. No, it's a, it's a Native American symbol. <laughs> I put that there because I want you to tell me. I want, I want to tell you the story. I, I want think, you to ask. I think that symbol, the swastika, mm-hmm. not a swastika, it looks like a swastika, is on a building in downtown Claremore, if I remember correctly. I thought it was a Buddhist symbol. No, nah, it's a Native American symbol. It's a Native American symbol. There's a ranch going out towards Pahuska that's on their front gates. They have that honor, and I thought that <laughs> oh, was good. Oh, boy! Oh, my that God! That is audacious. <laughs> that, I, that's when I learned that it wasn't a hate symbol. It was a peace symbol. It has symbol another by, meaning. Right, yes. exactly. But when, I, when you drive by and you see it, you're, and it's a big old house, too, on all this property, whatever, you're like, ooh. Oh, my do. God. Right do you think, you just do you think, speed past the gates? <laughs> I don't do that. Do you think one day somebody went into Hitler's office and was like, hey, listen, this means peace. No. Night. <laughs> Not <Night>. anymore. <laughs> right. We'll see about that. <laughs> uh, you could text in and feel and tell us if you feel like you're entitled to uh, an explanation of your tattoo. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Now it is time for Seaman Sam. Now it is time for Seaman Sam. Now it is time for Seaman Sam segment. Morning Show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Sam just gave me a bunch of hell because I was looking at the weather. I'm going to wash my car today and I'm like... Ah, it's not going to rain for the next 10 days. I'm totally washing my car today. And she says... I've never known anybody to look at the forecast to not wash their car. but Whether they were going to wash their car or not. Yeah, but what I meant was a 10-day forecast of it. Like, not, you know, whatever you see on the news. Like, oh, it's not going to rain for the next two days. So I didn't know anyone to plan it out for 10 days. I'm not planning out for 10 days. The forecast came up. It was 10 days long. Yeah. yeah I thought you looked up like to see. Mm-hmm. I think I'll most okay people look at the days. weather. I think most people look at the weather before they wash their car. Why are you going to spend 12, 15 bucks, 10 bucks right. to wash your car when it's going to rain tomorrow? Yeah. I never wash my car, so. Just let Mother Nature wash it for me. Yeah. In, in, in 11 days, it'll wash itself. <laughs> you have a white car, though. White car is totally... Can get away with that. Yeah, it yeah. hides dirt a lot better. Let's play a game. Give away tickets to Rocklahoma. We're going to play Pick the Flick. Current record of Pick the Flick is... Well, Pick the Flick, my friend. I have two. You have one. Sammy has none. Last week's winner was... Oh, that'd be me. So Corbin and Sam at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Let's get our first contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Justin. Justin, how are you? Good, good. Justin, who do you want to read clues to you, Sam or Corbin? Uh, Corbin. Justin, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? I'm ready. This movie's a double pointer, and it has, um, it has, it's a comedy uh, Western movie. When you, um, when you ride a horse, you sit in a? Saddle. And saddle. There we go. Two-pointer, nice. Uh, this is Channing Tatum. It's the sequel about him being a male stripper. Uh, Magic Mike XL. I, it's two. It's say that. Say the the size. It's twice. Uh, Magic Mike Double XL. There we go. XXL. Yes. Uh, this is uh, the Hangover version of a movie, <laughs> but for the females. 
uh, bad mom. Um, no, wedding. Uh, what do you call the females in a wedding? Bridesmaids. There we go. There we go. Uh, this is an, uh, a movie about football. Burt Reynolds was originally in it. They made a remake of it. Um, Longest Jordan? Yes. Uh, this is a animated movie about a girl's time. We got five. Five. Is it good? It's really good, Justin. I think we may have a good chance of winning. Hang on the line, okay? Cool, man. Thanks. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Joe. Joe. How are you, sir? Doing good. Good. Joe, you need to beat five. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. It's upside down. Uh, okay. This like that'll, has, stop, that'll be the problem. <laughs> this has Eddie Murphy, and I think he becomes Mr. Clump. He gets really fat, and he's a teacher. A nutty professor. Yes. Um, pass. Uh, oh, this has Tom Cruise and um, Sean Penn in it, and he um, knows, like, random things. He can count. They go to a casino. Oh, um, when I know when the, clown, the rain man. Yes, you got it. Uh, this is the movie about the blue people and they live in their own planet. And Avatar. They, yes. Avatar. Uh, oh, this is Mel Gibson and they fight and uh, she's Braveheart. Not, yes. Um, oh, the movie with uh, all the blood when the girl goes to prom, she gets the blood dumped on uh, her. Carrie. Yes. Uh, this is. Um, Nicholas Cage and and um, they trade what is on your head. Face off. Yes. Face off. <laughs> uh, this is the mo- a scary movie, and they filmed it themselves, and they made you think she's got the snow. Blair Witch Project. Yes. Um, this is a new movie with Lady Gaga and um and Bradley. Time, time, time! Congratulations, you're getting those tickets, man. Uh, you're going to be awesome. going to see Rock, Oklahoma. Hang on the line, okay? Yeah, thank right. you. Good job, buddy. I won, and it's so much Justin, you and I knew the movies. We did a good job. Sam doesn't know those movies, but somehow got seven, man. Yeah, it's all right. It's, um, I was just happy to hear the phone ring, actually. <laughs> right on, brother. Hey, ha- have a great week, man, okay? All right, man. Thank right, you, too. See you later. He spoke Sam. Mel Gibson, blue paint, and he got Braveheart. That's pretty amazing. Well, I think this is the most fascinating one that yes, you got. Yes. Sean Penn is not in this movie. Not anywhere near it. Oh, who's the who's the guy that you know? I, I can't. I don't remember what disorder he has. But who's the guy that plays him? Uh, he is Dustin Hoffman. Oh, see, that is correct. Well, and this movie that you passed on. Uh, this is a, a double pointer old western movie about a girl and she's got a gun. Oh, okay. Blank. Get your gun. Right. Okay. Annie Hall, if I remember correctly. Mm. That's yeah. a good double pointer one right there. Yeah. And is this the one you ended on? Um, no, I ended on. Um, yes, yeah, so that one. Oh, yeah. So this is a remake. There's actually been three or four versions of this movie. And the re- most recent one is Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. They sing a song at the end. Bradley Cooper hangs himself in the garage. That's a remake? Yes. I I, there's like three that. or four. Yeah. Wow. I've been going back and watching them, and they're good. They're different. They're mm-hmm. uh, obviously different because of the actors, but even the storylines are twisted just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like semi-inspired. No, Millennial, by, you're by, not the creator of everything in society. Uh, Other no, people have done things. No, I thought it was semi-inspired by how Lady Gaga... Got her for her rise. Are you high? Uh, that's, what no. kind of millennial bullcrap is that? Why, 
I don't understand why you're throwing this millennial thing in because my face. You millennials all movie. think the same thing. They're like, oh, this must be about Lady Gaga because Lady Gaga's in it. No, because she struggled about being ugly and all that stuff and had a hard Who time. Who hasn't? I mean, her being a star, that that's why she didn't do it. I thought that that was like, besides Bradley Cooper hanging She made hanging an amazing himself, uh, revo- uh, evolution in that fe- feeling because she's naked in that movie. So she went from not feeling beautiful to being full ass naked. Well, that's what seeing coochie coo and booby boo. That's what she did in her life. She was name a time she's been naked. Well, I mean, when she first became a star, she showed off her body a lot. Her poker face video is just like nipples and vagina. I'm sure there's a that's all that's covered when she's dancing. She's definitely shown her meat. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. She definitely probably there are similarities, right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. ultimately, no. That is a remake. Yeah. I didn't know that. Before the wiki start check, chiming in, because, you know, they will. Annie Hall is actually a Woody Woody Allen movie. Oh, okay. Um, about something oh, that's about right. a nightclub singer, and they fall in love, and da 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 So, not the Western Annie, get your guns. Okay. You know they'll come after you. I, <laughs> ah! What are you, breaking news over rebel, there? Rebel, what rebel. are you, the newsman all of a sudden? <laughs> yep, yep, weatherman, newsman, I'm a man of many hats around here. Yeah. Uh, all right, so now the record is? Well, that uh, gives me two, gives you one, and gives Sammy uh, one. Did you get the one that I finished on? Um, oh, Disney movie about Rapunzel. She's a blonde girl. and Is that about Rapunzel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It's like, a, it's like a newer version of she's got the long hair, she's stuck in a tower, and she needs Disney to- or DreamWorks? Ooh, animated. I mean, animated for sure. Yeah, it's on the Disney app. Oh, is I it? watched it when I was in the hospital. So yeah. therefore, it has to be a Disney then. Yeah. Right on. Okay. The record again? Yeah, I've got two. You have one, and now Sammy's on the board. Whoa! Which one? Wait, I thought that. I had two. You started with me saying I had two. No, I said I have two. You have one. Sammy has none. All right. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMO. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, then what you want to say to 829-45-KOBE. Uh, yeah, I missed. Oh, <laughs> that always happens to me. I feel like I jinx it. Huh? Anytime I Kobe something, I'll miss it, and I'll have to do it again. You think because of what you say is the reason you miss something? Yeah, like I, I, that, that I jinx myself that I'm not going to make it. Like, I make it, you know, whenever you do that and you say Kobe, everyone looks to see if you make it in. That's, you know, why you Kobe something in. And I always never make it the first time. And then I won't say it the second time and I'll make it in. And I think it jinxes me. Or, you know, you practice and the second time is easier. I mean, or mm. invisible jinx. Right. right. <laughs> or a word holding power over my ability to do something. Or bad juju. Hello. Bad, bad juju. <laughs> Uh, all right, Sam. Kobe the sports. <laughs> Try not to Kobe the sports. With news that the coroner has confirmed. Miss, that- I meant miss. Because she said miss. You freaky <laughs> weird people. I said miss because she said miss. That's why I said Kobe. Maybe the target Not crash and burn, you weirdos. <laughs> Size of a mountain. So with news that the coroner has confirmed the remains belong to Kobe Bryant. Yesterday, TNT held a Kobe tribute show last night. Oh. With Shaquille O'Neal, Dwayne Wade, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, Ernie Johnson, Reggie Miller, and Jerry West. And here's just a brief part of what he said. I haven't felt the pain that sharp in a while. 47 years old. Uh, two, lost two grandmothers. Lost a Sarge. Lost my sister. 
and now I lost a little brother. We, uh, our names will be attached together for what we did. People always ask about our relationship, and I tell them it's just like me and Charles. You got two strong-minded people that are going to get it done their way. You're going to say certain things. The respect will never be lost. But when it comes to be inside the lines and win, that's what me and him, that's what we did. That's what me and Charles, that's what we do. He was really broke up. I mean, I've never seen him speak that way. It was, I got emotional watching him last night because he was genuinely crying. You could see his eyes were puffy and like he just, I just wanted to hug him through the screen. I'm like, oh, you sweet buddy. Like, no, he genuinely looked like, yeah, he genuinely looked like he was hurting and it was so, it was super sad to watch. Like, they, I've seen a lot of um, Kobe tributes and stuff of, of like fans' reactions yeah. and things like that. But I think it's harder to watch when you're watching someone lose a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for for us, we didn't know him, right? We just knew what we saw on the basketball court or mm-hmm. what we heard him speak about or a quote in a magazine or whatever. But for him, it was his teammate. It was his like they like they were gritty against each other, but they also won championships. And he's got this great line that they go on, and he talks about like it saddens me to know that we're never going to joke about you know I have five and he has four at the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. when he's inducted in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that feels like. We can't relate to that statement, right? Doc, this is stupid, but Doctor Phil before his show yesterday did like a thing where he talked about Kobe dying. And, like, sometimes he'll do that for, like, a school shooting or, like, something else like that that's really tragic. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time I've seen him do it for um, a celebrity death. And he talked about how can you really grieve somebody that you don't know. And he was like, absolutely, because you have, you know, he's an icon to you, someone you, you looked up to, and someone you thought you would look up to for a longer time. And so now that hero essentially has been ripped out from underneath you and then that's what people are grieving is like the hero they had that they thought they would still have well the Shaq thing is really fascinating because he even goes into talking about how he's this big you know big strong human being Mm -hmm. and he's just been in a place where he's not eating he's not sleeping he's not doing the things not just because of Kobe because he lost a sister recently too and that he just his life has felt like he, it's just filled with rainy days and he can't get out from under and he needs to reach out to people and talk and he knows that, but he's just not good at it. He goes to work, laughs, have fun, but goes home and he's in this um, he's in this cocoon of sadness. I mean, it was a really amazing mental expression for a guy you don't see ever do that. Yeah, that's super real. Oh my yeah. God. He also said that he was working out with his son and nephew when another nephew came in crying and showed him the news on the cell phone. And Shaq said that he initially snapped at his nephew to get the phone out of his face because he thought it was a hoax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly sad. It's incredible uh, to see the people grieving and you're starting now. These stories are coming out like, Oh, Kobe knew they were going to crash and he tried to throw his daughter out of the helicopter to yeah, save her. And I'm like, down. yeah, how, you, no, how, yeah. how would you, how do you know how that? How would we know that? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. 
also, I think it's weird. There's been so many conflicting reports of like what happened in the helicopter. Yeah. Meaning, like, did it happen quickly? Did or was there some kind of SOS? Like, I feel like it's not a consistent story. Right. Yeah. Well, there's no way to tell. They they came out yesterday that they didn't have mountain detection capabilities on the helicopter. I'm like, bitch, you live in a mountainous area. And How do you not have? You couldn't afford that extra, right? You got the the cup warmers. I was gonna say you're in this balling ass helicopter. Yeah, it is crazy. That's ball to wall sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Nine one eight. 460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Super Bowl party for the Big Man Morning Show is happening at Elgin Park on Friday at 4 o'clock. We'll have beer and pizza for VIP. To get a VIP pass, you got to go to the contest page at KMOD.com. But everybody can come and hang out and we'll do a little socializing, a little maybe uh, Chiefs excitement. For sure that. The, the, you other ones, I whatever. Talk crap to each other. We'll have a special chair for you in the back. My I'm reducing it. It's no more a table. You're just going to get a chair. There's one chair. You guys are going to have to take turns. It's okay. It's going to be a corner Pile up on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you guys have a bunch of championships. We haven't had one in 50 years. You need to share. Yeah. It's <laughs> the way it works. Yeah. For good sportsmanship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So Sam's going to step out because it's time for a Stump Sam. Her current record is? 101. One, one win, one. one loss. Hey. All right. Uh, Gimpy has two this week. Go ahead, Gimpy. See, my first one, bye, is a character. Okay. So um, my clues are... One, if you know this character, you're going to be like, yeah, all right, I know exactly who this is. The other one was kind of a tagline for said character. So I think I think if you know what I'm talking about, you're going to get it. I don't think she's going to get it at all whatsoever. Um, I would be surprised, and I'll be even more shocked if she comes up with some personal connection with this character like she's done in the past. Yeah. So I don't think she's going to get it. Uh, mine is a real person, hugely successful. Okay. There's one blaring clue that I could give, but I'm worried if I give it, mm-hmm. she's going to get it right away. Okay. So I, haven't, I haven't decided whether I'm going to give it yet. So, like, right now I have a, the person's birthday. Okay. Because <laughs> they have a kind of a weird birthday that would stick out. Right, like born on 420 or something like that? Or yeah, okay. some, something. <laughs> but I think I'm going to cross it out and give the blaring clue. See if she get it. I like doing that. I like giving the obvious, you know, like like with uh, 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 Laurel and Hardy or whatever, you know, not Hardy, you know, and she still doesn't get it. It's like, it's so easy. I'm giving I, you the answer. I Yeah, so I'm going to give the blaring clue, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it second because I'm going to try and throw a clue to give the smoke stri- screen. Okay. Throw her off a little yes. bit. Yes. Okay. You're not going to open up with the easy one. Try and see if I can't get it to hide in plain sight. Ultimately, I think she's going to get it. Okay. Okay. Last one, Gimby. My last one's a real person as well. So with these clues, I don't think she's going to get it at all because my first one is a, is a movie that she was in. The second one is a character from a TV show that this person played in. And then the last one is a true fact about this particular person. It's just like a relative sort of thing. I don't think she's going to get it. Much like you, there are super obvious ones that I could throw out there. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to. All right. She's going to come back in, and we're going to give her the clues. We'll see if she can figure out whether it's a real person, character, or event. 
And then she'll tell us which one she has the most confidence in, which one she has the least confidence in. Uh, Sam, are you ready? Yes. Gimpy. Sammy, my first one is a character, okay? Mm-hmm. My clues go as such. Only lived for 10 years. Look closely and see a naked man. Smooth character. It's only lived for 10 years. Look closely, you see a naked man. And smooth character. All right, Sam, mine is a real person. My clues are Enrique is his name. (laughs) Second clue, Menudo. Third clue, started singing at 12. Enrique is his name, Menudo, and started singing at 12. Last one, Gimpy. Sammy, last one is a real person, and my clues go as such. Almost famous, Jessica Day, sister to Bones. Almost famous, Jessica Day and sister to Bones. Sam, which one do you have the most confidence in? Which one do you have the least confidence in? I have the most confidence in Corbin's and the least confidence in Gimpy's first clue. Mm. Gimpy's first one, clues for the character are only lived for 10 years. Look closely, you could see a naked man and smooth character. I'm trying to think of like a a dirtier cartoon <laughs> character that would that would be smooth and like hit on people and then would say something like look closely and you could see a naked man. So I, my guess is going to be Roger Rabbit because I know some like risque things happened in that movie. I watched it when I was little, but I don't remember any of it really. And so I just feel like that would have happened in that cartoon. So my guess is Roger Rabbit. Good old Roger Rabbit is incorrect. So I, I think we've, oh, the, for me, the 10 years one is throwing me off. Look closely, you see a naked man. Tells me like maybe it's, you know, like a, a porky pig or something like that. Oh, okay. Mm. Right? Like he was he was naked. I don't know why I have to. <laughs> right? Why are you thrusting, thrusting that out at me? <laughs> What's weird is I'm thrusting out and there ain't no bulge. <laughs> why are you looking? Uh, gimpy. Uh, and then smooth character <laughs> means he had some sort of play. Uh, I have it. You got it? You figured it out? I just got it. Okay, what you guess? Pepe Le Pew. Oh, Pepe Le Pew. Because he was smooth. Like, he oh, worked the so ladies. Smooth, man. I don't know his how long he lived. That Again, that's throwing me off, but he, he looked closely. He was naked. Yeah, 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 yeah. He never but wore clothes. He nope. wasn't a naked man. He was a naked skunk. Ah. Now you're using, and all the time I've ever heard you deduce impracticality of clues. Yeah. Now you're doing that? Yeah. But I guess Roger Rabbit's a rabbit. I wasn't thinking that it was the character you look closely at. I thought it was something they said. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's what I got. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew is incorrect. The character in question is Joe Camel. Joe Camel, the uh, character for Camel Cigarettes, only lived for 10 years, 87 to 97. Okay, and that's, you know, when the lawsuits came down, they're like, hey, you're targeting kids. You got to get rid of the cartoon Camel. Look closely and see a naked man. Yeah, it was literally genitalia. Yes, yes. Oh, like, yeah. okay, you're, so you're not seeing a naked man. You're seeing... Naked manhood. Yeah, you're... 
Yeah, look closely and you'll see junk. No, 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 You're no, not, no. That's not a naked look, man. Look that at, is just the... No, no, Sammy, hold on now. Don't look at Joe Camel, the character itself. Look at a pack of Camel cigarettes with the camel on it. It is on his front leg, and you can see it. It Just, just Google naked man and camel, and then hit the images. You'll see it. You'll see it, and you're like, ah, oh, show enough, that's a naked man being as proud as can be. Hi, I'm a naked man on a camel. I know, but if you type naked man camel, that's of course you're going to get the results. Yeah, but oh, I did. Well, your safe search is off. <laughs> uh, you're talking about, like, the leg? Yes, on the leg. The, the leg is leg. the person's leg. Mm -hmm. And then in, in the belly, you can see the genitalia, which is far too high. Right? It's kind of coming out of his belly button yeah, or something like that. He has a penis belly button? Yeah, yeah. And then he's got his arm kind of cocked back a little bit, and you can form the head. It's total Jesus in the toast thing. Yeah, that but, was, those were terrible clues. Yeah, yeah well. You <laughs> didn't get it. You didn't have confidence in it either. Yeah, because they were terrible clues. Gimpy's other one was a real person, almost famous, Jessica Day and sister to Bones. So my guess is only because of the first clue. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I can't remember if that's even right. Um... I've never seen Almost Famous. I know. Every time you guys get mad, I've never seen it. It's a great movie. Really I know. Is. It just it hasn't come up for me to see it. I don't know. It hasn't been on You've Netflix. You've been too busy watching Lemony Snickets? Yeah. And Murder Cheer. Murder podcast. <laughs> and Cheer. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've never seen that. And I can't remember. I don't know who Jessica Day is at all. And I don't know who the last one is at all. But... I think it was either Jennifer Aniston or Kate Hudson that was in that movie. Almost Famous. Who'd you say? Jennifer Aniston or Kate Hudson. I can't it's remember. not Jennifer Aniston. Okay, well, what I wrote down was Kate Hudson. Okay. So that's my guess. Kate Hudson is incorrect. Yeah, Kate Kate Hudson's incorrect because Bones is a character on TV. Mm-hmm. And so it, she, that's not, she doesn't have a brother that's Axe that I'm aware of. No. So that's how I knew it wasn't her. So then Zoe Deschanel came into mind because she's also in that movie plays the brother of the main character mm -hmm. and but so in the, the Jessica Day I'm not sure what that is so that might be a blaring clue on the Zoe Deschanel connection if possible so I'm just going to say Zoe Deschanel but hold on <laughs> there's another female it. actress in it mm -hmm. who play the mom mm -hmm. and I can't remember her name she's quite famous she's done a bunch of movies she just won an Academy Award I or an Oscar, if I remember correctly, for a performance she did. And it was like a real women empowerment speech. I'm not remembering that person's name off the top of my head. Are you talking about be. the girl that did the basic instinct scene? No. Oh. No, that's Sharon Stone. Yeah, well, she did a woman empowerment speech. That's what, I, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. Francis McDormand. Yeah, good old Francis. No idea who that is either. Well, Francis McDormand is incorrect. Corbin, you were actually right the first ah! time with Zoe De Chanel. I'm only going to give you half a ding ding. Do, Zo Zoe De Chanel's mm -hmm. real brother is Bones? No, that's her real sister is Bones. Emily De Chanel, who played Bones on Fox, right? That's her real life oh, sister. sister to Bones. Sister the to show. Bones. The show Bones. Yes, right. Yes. Bones. Bones. Dr. Bo Dr. Bones. Bones. Yeah, on the TV show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. 
Zoe Deschanel's sister is in that TV show. Z- yes, is the lead lead star on yeah. Bones. All right, so Emily Deschanel plays Bones. Zoe Deschanel's her little sister. Mm-hmm. Okay, almost famous. Corbin was right. She was in that movie. Jessica Day is a, the name of the character that she played on her own sitcom called The New Girl. Yes. Okay, and that's, yeah. Never watched that show because I hate I. her and I don't care about her. Her new hair looks great, though. She looks smoking hot with the haircut change. <laughs> Did she, she cut dealt off with the bangs? Ba- yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Zoe Deschanel, new haircut. And Sister to Bones is the clue that's got me all twisted because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel factually correct, but I'm probably interpreting it wrong. But it doesn't matter. She didn't have any confidence in that one at all. Whoa. Right? She looks great. She looks super great. Yeah. Me gusta. Get it, girl. Uh, real person. The clues are Enrique is his name, Manudo, and started singing at 12. Okay, I'm only going to guess this because of that 2020 I saw on Ron Perlman. What is his name? There, the, the guy that was like in charge of Britney Spears and. So, Ron Perlman? Am I saying the, the, wrong the thing? guy from the O.J. Simpson murder that was with Nicole Simpson, Ron Perlman? No, uh, no. Ron Perlman played Clay on Sons of Anarchy. That's it. Yes. <laughs> oh, Thank you. That's way off. Way I can't. Off. Who's the? I can't remember the. The I watched a two-hour special. I cannot remember his name. The fat guy that managed Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Anyways, point being, I watched that Dateline, or that 2020 on the guy's name that I can't remember. Um, that fat slob that was a jerk and made himself the sixth member of all the other bands. But he was inspired by Menudo, and so they kind of go into it for like 10 minutes about how he went to a Menudo concert, saw all this merch, saw how great the band was doing. And because of that, he was like, I can do this. I can start my own band. This is easy. Ron Goldman was the O.J. Simpson Lou Pearlman. Lou Pearlman. That's who Sammy's thinking of. Okay. Lou. That was bad. So your answer is? Ricky Martin? How did you get to Ricky Martin from Lou Pearlman? (laughs) I told you. Because. uh, You didn't actually. I did. I said that Ron Pearlman got inspired by Menudo. So they talk about Menudo. Lou Pearlman. Yeah. Whatever's. Mr. Pearlman, Mr. Pearlman got inspired by Menudo and like went and saw them. They talked about all the members of that band, and he was like, "I can do this." So they did like a little ten-minute thing about how these kids were in this band, and he thought he could do it. So, and so they talked to Ricky Martin because I don't feel like I ever heard you say Ricky Martin. That's why I'm clarifying. Uh, well, they talked about Ricky Martin and how like all these kids they oh, got okay. together to make Menudo, and then he saw that and was like, "I can do that." So, that's why my answer is Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin, Sam. Sadly, Ugh. is correct. <laughs> you were really worried. I so, was. So, Menudo is still a band today. They've mm-hmm. had many, many members. Ricky Martin was only <laughs> one for a short amount of time. You can only be in that band for a short amount of time, and then you have to get out of the right. band. Once you hit oh, puberty, wait. you're done. Oh, okay. Like as a joke, not as a rule. No, as no, a rule. As a rule. That's, that's, that band still exists today, and it's still the same age of kids. So it's like the Mickey Mouse Club that they're like, oh, you've aged out. Yes. You're no longer in high school. Yes. You got to get out? Yes. What? I yes. did not know that. So Lou Pearlman like can use it as inspiration, but he did nothing close to what Menudo did mm-hmm. and does. And Ooh. For- you think that Menudo is bigger than the Backstreet Boys are in sync? Um, 
Yeah. yeah. They've they've surpassed like they've been around forever. Uh, Menudo's been Menudo's no. been around for like not that soup, for like <laughs> I think since the, the 70s. I think since the 70s. Okay, but in terms of success. I mean, well, depends on your definition of success. Being a band and keeping a band going after the members cycle out is pretty successful. Lou Pearlman didn't do that with either band. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I mean, again, I'm biased, so it doesn't matter, but I think... What are you defining success as? I mean, of album sales and how huge they were, because I would... And I know that the members changed out, so your Menudo shirt, I guess, is still relevant if you wear it now because you liked the band that was different, you know, whatever, 20, 30 years ago. But I just feel like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Christina Aguilera, like they were way bigger than Menudo. In the 90s, that's true. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm biased because I watched, I was the age when they were the rise to fame and they were such a big deal and Menudo maybe happened when I was like a little kid. And I think if you're going to make, if you're going to give Lou Pearlman credit with the Backstreet Boys and uh, NSYNC, you better mention O-Town and LFO. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't don't discredit those two those marvelous uh, groups too. They but had one great hit each. This says um, that that uh, in the nineties, the in, in North America that was the most successful time, and he's the most successful boy band manager from the U.S. Mm-hmm. But he, they're not saying that they're the most successful bands. He was he was a piece. He made himself the manager, and then the sixth member of each band, so that they that he could get, get mo- more money. money yeah. yeah. So they like robbed. All the band members yeah. of so much money. I am so shocked that you are just now learning of this, especially as a big fan, because this was like, this broke like 10, 15 years ago. I knew that, like, I knew Grenade-ish that they had a manager that screwed them out of money, but I didn't, I think I was too young to like care or dive into it, or I just didn't see the 2020 when, <laughs> when it was a big deal then. I knew they had the same manager, but I didn't know the ins and out of like what a dirtbag that guy was. And they also hint that he kind of may have maybe touched some kids inappropriately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Old man working with young children. Never. Yeah. Never. Mm -hmm. I, I, maybe this is horrible to say, but because of just some things that I've educated myself on Mm -hmm. in the last six months, very rarely when you see someone go full court press into something, like Lou Pearlman, mm-hmm. they're not genuine. Full court press meaning they're all in. Mm. Mm, got you. Yeah, he was it all just in. Doesn't seem right. There's some <laughs> optics here. Great example. Scooter Braun. If you know who this is, Scooter Braun is uh, the manager of Justin Bieber and a bunch of other successful artists. He's all in, mm-hmm. but he's also like, no, I got all these other things too. This yeah. isn't my only thing. Right, it's, right. And he's an amazing manager, right? If you've mm-hmm. ever seen him do any speaking, he's, he's a really brilliant mind, right? But he's not all in the way Lou Pearlman was. It just maybe that feels different mm-hmm. but it, or it reads different. I Lou think, Pearlman was like, no, this is, I, this is, this is it. This is all no. I'm doing. I'm just doing no. these bands Boy here. bands. No, I mean, yes, that, but then he also like robbed people of their retirement money and then like he, he was a scum he was a bag. Yeah, he, he swindled people, he swindled people out of a bunch of money and used the fact that he was their manager as like invest in this company. Yeah. We do this, this, and this and we manage this band and oh, you'll get backstage passes so give us money and had like, Rob, innocent 
old people that they interview out of money. He's a dirtbag. He's a terrible person. Yeah, did they interview anybody that felt like he was a good person? Mm-hmm. No, everybody. Well, no, oh, they're like. See what I'm saying? Well, hold on, ooh, hold on, pause. Time hold, of, but hold on. I don't care who you are in society mm-hmm. and how bad you are. Mm-hmm. You can always find one person that's like, no, he was a good person. So right. everybody that they interviewed was like, at the time, I was like, oh, he's amazing. He's like a father figure. I lost my dad or whatever it was. And, you know, I thought he was wonderful and he really helped us now that he's dead. And they find out that he may have touched, you know, underage boys may have been into that and that he's done all these bad things. I yeah. think then they're like, but now I know that this is w- what it was and that that wasn't real. Right. So nobody was like, we were best friends and I loved him and I still do. They were like, well, we were but I found out this, which is the same right. way to go. But you know. if you truly care about somebody and they're making a documentary discrediting them as a human being, yeah. are right. you going to go on? Mm. No. No, you're not. So they're only going to find people. I'm not saying Lou Perlman's a good dude. That's not. I'm talking about society <laughs> in general. When you watch documentaries, you're only seeing the agenda they want to present. Yeah. You're not get, you think you're getting fair. People watch documentaries and they think they're getting fair and balanced. I and mean, they are not. You're getting the agenda the producer or the director is trying to present. I mean, 2020 had some evidence that I walk away being like, that guy was a scumbag. Because they don't want to do the show like, no, you've got it wrong. He's a good dude. I mean, they, they Who's some- going to watch that? They sometimes do that with people that were convicted of murder. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, people that have been, they do. They For sure, I've got it on my DVR. Of, I don't watch those because they're not as fun. That's what I'm saying. But they, I'm saying they have done those where they're like, oh, this guy was convicted, and then here's the evidence that got him unconvicted or got the whatever reversed. That's, that's what I'm getting desperate. Like, I've gone through all the murder ones. Right. Yeah. And normally, I don't watch even the ones that they tribute about celebrities, but, you know, I like you can You can name... Very impressive people, right? Kobe, right? He did these things, but he still got accused of raping a girl, right? Mm-hmm. right? You, Martin Luther King, an amazing speaker, maybe the, one of the most um, well, um, like the way he would talk about things was just so impressive, would sleep around on his wife. Like the, you can find something oh. to discredit some of the most amazing people of our society. Yeah. Everybody's got a dark side. JFK had the calm demeanor to avoid nuclear war with Russia, but also was sleeping around. <laughs> right, at the end. Yeah. Because he was he was like, well, if it's going to end, I'm banging. Yeah, but uh, I feel, I just feel like now, since they've had these accusations against Ron Perlman, it would be very Lou, odd. Perlman. Lou, God damn it, I'm Ron sorry. Ron, not appreciate it. Ron, I'm super sorry. I love your huge face. I meant to say Beauty, when he did that TV show Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> right. I was like, this guy's really good. If he was made for this, and also I will probably never see him in anything again because I don't know how long he can carry this bit. And then he does Clay on Sons of Anarchy and right. destroys it. Right. Yeah, right. and he's, he's an amazing money. Hellboy. He's an amazing Hellboy. You, so you're the one, huh? You're the one person that watched Hellboy. <laughs> yep, just me. Yeah. All right. Well, now Sam's record is uh, two wins to her now, one loss. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I saw a headline that got me confused, and everybody's like, oh, that's so cute. That's so sweet. That's so awesome. Mm. But it, it, I, I'm having a hard time understanding why it's cute and awesome. Oh, I'm good at explaining this. Good. <laughs> you ready? Yes. 
A blind man asks for descriptions of people's dogs in a Facebook group and gets flooded with adorable responses. I, I don't know if I can explain that. Like, everyone's like, oh, my, you know, sweet Fido is fluffy. He's got reddish brown yeah. hair and the cutest yeah. nose you'll ever see. Yeah. He, Sam. How's he, he's got to read it. He's blind. Oh, duh. Right. Okay. Or his computer tells him. Yeah, but there's then, software out wait, there. Wait, hold sure, on. Sure, of course there is. How do you, the, oh God, I've got so many questions. That, I've never no, thought that's about this. Okay, but, okay, I'm closing my eyes right now to, let me make sure the cameras are off so I don't turn anything off. How would you know which tab to go to to be like, sign into Facebook, and then if I post a photo and you're blind and you yeah. like it, then... I don't trust you because you yeah. can't see. It. And does the thing then tell you like everything's on your screen? Like I have eight tabs open right now. Yeah. And it, is it like what tab would you like to go to? And then reads you everything or reads you like if you join a Facebook group, <laughs> it reads you everyone's hey, shift chat. Down. Shift Take down a gear. Breath, That's so shift crazy. down a gear. How do you have a Facebook in your uh, mind? I mean, people that are blind have stuff to help them that to speak to them. Mm. So though you're right, they can't tap like click on the tab. Where they move their mouse then tells them. I mean, they have software that's advanced to, to communicate with them the in and outs of the website. The ADA, right? It's the ADA? Yes, Americans with Disabilities, Disabilities Act mm -hmm. requires websites to have a platform to communicate with them should they not be able to read it. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Their keyboards have Braille. Yeah, on them. Well, that I understand. The screen's bra braille too. It changes as they. <laughs> but no, like you're scrolling through and it starts to tell you that Rebecca's had a bad day and you're like, I don't want to listen. Keep scrolling. Like, I mean, I've never used one, so I can't tell you. I can't tell you how it works from that standpoint. I've just, I've never. For our blind listeners, please, we'd love for you to text it in and tell us. Text to talk it in. Tell us. <laughs> talk to text it in. Yeah, right. yeah, that's what. I don't know what I said. Uh, one thing we're not thinking about here, I mean, the, the headline just says blind man. Yeah. So he could be legally blind, but not what you're thinking of an actual, like, Stevie Wonder blind man. Oh. No, no, no God damn it, no. I wanna. No. I wanna. You are either blind or you are not. No. I understand. I understand <laughs> there are, if you will, mm -hmm. shades of blindness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when you walk up to somebody and go, I'm blind. Yeah. Everybody automatically assumes you can't see jack crap. That is a true statement. But, so okay. when you present yourself as I'm blind, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really? you think you're blind. <laughs> right, right. There's no you're, like, furthermore, Susan, third time today. <laughs> three times, yeah. Solid. I'm assuming that if I go, hey, how blind are you? Mm -hmm. I'm a giant asshole. You are, but okay, pause. <laughs> if you're married, right, you're legally married. You can't be like... Oh, but how married are you? You you are blind if you're legally blind. So you, if you're legally blind, which you can't be legally blind if you have what fifty one percent of your sight or something like that. Something There's like some it. number, mm -hmm. so you can legally say you're blind and mm -hmm. not be wrong. Right. So absolutely. Gimpy has a point. This guy yeah. could be fifty one percent blind and then be like, well, legally, I, I'm no, blind. I don't care. I gotta. Put I my don't face care that you have to say partially blind. I'm making an assumption based <laughs> off what's said, and when you say blind. I'm assuming you can't see anything. <laughs> Furthermore, I say fluffy. If I've been blind my whole life, what's fluffy? Well, you got a piece of cotton. Yeah. Right? This is fluffy. There's, there's, 
This is hot. <laughs> right. This is hot. 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 See this? This is cold. This is blue. Cold. It's blue. <laughs> right, exactly. From the movie The Mask. Yeah. So apparently he is part of this Facebook group group called the Dog Spotting Society. And he went on there to ask people to detail what the dogs look like. That's... That's, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's the, sad, the, the human, kind of. the, how is it sad? It's people, it's sweet. Is it, you're, you're focused on that. He can't see rather mm-hmm. than he's learned to overcome what he's dealing with. Like but I ain't, just, that ain't stopping me from enjoying the fluffiness of a pooch. I know. <laughs> like I at least spend 10 to 15 minutes a day on my phone looking at puppies every yes. day. Yeah. And, and so and you think he doesn't get that joy? I think that me explaining to you what a video is versus me showing you this adorable, chubby, fat Frenchie that just is lifting up one leg to the song of physical doesn't, it doesn't resonate the way it would if I showed you. And so it makes me sad that that guy doesn't get to see chubby puppers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's got to suck. You never go to enjoy a strip club or anything. You can't just sit back and... And enjoy the fluffy puppers. I mean, he does. He gets, he enjoys it on a different level. <laughs> right. So this is this dog spotting society. Mm-hmm. This is what it says. It's a cool place to hang out where you can post your own dogs. Here you can make friends, talk about dogs, and dog spotting. Always remember to take it easy and be excellent to each other. Here's the thing. I love dogs. Mm-hmm. I love dogs. Mm-hmm. Hate cats. Love dogs, right? One thing I don't like is dog owners who force their dogs on you. You Love it. Like my Pyrenees. Let me give you an example. I was at the windshield repair shop. Mm-hmm. This man had his dog with him. Oh. I already have issue with people taking your dog into public spaces, mm-hmm. right? I don't know who your dog is. Your dog doesn't know me. Dogs have a history of biting people. Yeah. Not my dog. Not yet. <laughs> right? Dogs don't belong in Walmart. Dogs don't belong in Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Dogs don't belong in Target. But yet we take dogs to these places. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But it's concrete. Whatever. I'm not, are concrete. <laughs> I, I'm not, whatever, do what you want. With that being said, I'm at getting my windshield dealt with, yeah. sitting there. This man isn't dealing with his dog. It's walking around sniffing people, mm. right? It's climbing up in chairs next to people. Probably deucing on the floor somewhere. And, and he's like, psst, like call, and by the way, the dog stinks. <laughs> because dogs stink. And he, not all dogs I stink. Should, if you haven't I, washed your dog, it stinks. And I'm just forcing my dog on you. That's not cool. Yeah. I can't stand that. Well, Why just, are you forcing your dog on me? So it's like at my feet, sniffing, doing whatever. I guess expecting me to pet its stank ass. Yeah, I just want pets because it doesn't understand that it's stinky and it's human is really letting him down by not and, washing him. And he's w- like whistling. He's like, ah, he's so old. He can't hear me. I'm like, or oh, he doesn't. Ob- no. Oh. Sam, that's not what's happening. Did he have gray hairs on his face? He's not listening because his dog doesn't obey because his master just thinks it's cool. Yeah, lets him run, do whatever. Furthermore, Susan, mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> Quattro. <laughs> these old ladies are like, oh, look at that, doing a Sam. <laughs> and I'm like, you're, you're helping him. You're enabling Quit this enabling. man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Go ahead, terrible. What it's do like you a have? puppy drug. 
Go ahead, Sam. What do you? What do you? You were gonna say something before I got worked up. No, I, I literally it's don't even remember. Now. It's gone I, no, now. No, yeah, that, I got yelled at. What kind of dog was it, Corbin? I Show me where this dog touched you. I, I love dogs. I love having dogs. But like anything, religion, mm-hmm. your veganism, right. your your homosexuality, your non-homosexuality, right, right. whatever it is, when you force it on me, I am so irritated by it. All right. It's a pug, it's fine. Don't force your greyhound on me. Right. If your job is to promote things, then I get it. Right. But I don't want to have to deal with, with muffin. <laughs> and you just let it roll. What if I'm allergic? True statement. People you better have an EpiPen. That. That's right. your responsibility. Are you allergic to right. bees? Get uh, your EpiPen. Ah, it's America. We won all the wars. Do what you want. I get it. Mm. I'm just saying you, you're not being very empathetic towards people <laughs> around you. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD, you can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We had a really funny text. Kate Hudson's brother is Oliver Hudson, who's okay. also an actor. Oh. Good to know. I feel like as a show that prides itself on knowing a bunch of useless information, mm-hmm. well done, you trumped us. <laughs> I don't know of a more useless piece of information than Kate Hudson's brother is Oliver, but I wouldn't going to bury that one down. <laughs> so when we play Trivial Pursuit, I'll have that. Yeah. Right. Cool, bro. (laughs) So um, I want to talk about the Super Bowl. And for a bare bones trip for the cheapest ticket, the cheapest hotel, you're looking to spend six grand at a minimum because. I bet it's that's you're not eating on that. No, this is what it's pretty much saying is that like. The cheapest, horriblest tickets to the Super Bowl are about four thousand dollars, and that that six grand isn't including your flight. That's wherever you have to fly, not included. And um, it that year, a night, a hotel on average is about five hundred bucks. Flights on average are about four hundred dollars, and um, like if you're gonna and dining out is anywhere from fifty to two hundred dollars for the meal because everything is so expensive right sure. now. They know that everyone's traveling in. Sure. And so uh, Ubers are going to be around $22 to get anywhere. If you're going a block. No, that's what, yeah. like the premium for the Ubers, you're starting at about $22 more than you pay because, you know, it's surging. There's everybody there. So just uh, on average, I guarantee easy ten grand. Oh, yeah. Easy. And, Even and if you have bad seats. From what I understand, most of the hotels are sold out within a 40 to 50 mile radius from oh, the venue. Oh, my God. Can you so, imagine having to drive no. an hour just to get there? Yeah. No, you can't. Because, yeah, like, you can't. Where are you going to park? So then you're going to park, what, eight miles you away? pay for premium park. You're going to pay $100 for a parking mm-hmm. spot. Or pay an Uber to then take you there and get yeah. stuck in traffic. That sounds like such a headache. And not only that, the incidentals that come along, like someone broke into your car, mm. you need to buy cough syrup. Like, what other crazy thing that happens Forgot in sunscreen. your adventure, right? Yeah. I, this feels so nuh to me. Oh. I have a friend going. Really? Has no tickets, no hotel. What? He's going. I'm just going to go yeah. and try to get my way in. Yeah, he says he knows some people that are going, so he's going to, he's like, I'll just sleep on their floor. And 
I get it. For some people, it is so important to just say they were there. Yeah. My brother's driving down from Atlanta oh, okay. to go. Yeah. Right? And he's what? like, worst case scenario, I can just sleep in my car. Yeah. And I Go sleep in a subway. Yeah, th- for him, that's luxury. Yeah. I that is just does not do it to me. I like when you have adventures, mm-hmm. a plan. I get plans fall apart. I'm okay with that. But I think we should start off with a aiming to a spur. Like, if we're going to jump, let's jump in that direction and not yeah. just go, I just want to jump, man. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of structure there. That, even yes. if it is just bare minimum. That, that sounds like such a headache. That sounds like an anxiety-ridden headache yeah. because also criminals know there's a bunch of dumb tourists that are True. drunk and, True. you know, are wearing fanny packs so they can steal from you yeah. easier. Uh, <laughs> I, with all that being said... Anybody who goes is going to have an amazing story. For sure. Right? Anybody who goes is going to have. My friend that's going that has no plan, he's going to come back and go, I remember when the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, or the 49ers went to the Super Bowl, and I didn't have a ticket, and I went, and I met, you know, Frank, and now we're best friends, and Frank owns a company. You know, whatever. I yeah. got robbed at gunpoint and whatever to tell the story. <laughs> whatever. That's, that's a great story. <laughs> yeah. That is a story for the ages. I went I- with my brother to go to the last two you know, some of the last ballparks in America, right? Mm-hmm. And I have an amazing story. It didn't go as planned, right? Not all the things we wanted to do, we did. Yeah. But how many people can say they slept in a train station as a grown adult with money in their pocket? Right. <laughs> I mean, that is a better story to listen to. But I think my story this weekend is be like, mm, drank a little too much, watch the Super Bowl, didn't know who to root for. I was just like, touchdown! Right. <laughs> I, right. yeah, football yeah, football, yay. Football. <laughs> That's false of all sports. I'm Steven Sam on 97.5 Kmart. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And uh, we're having our Super Bowl party on Friday. It's going to be downtown Elgin Park Brewery. Come by, have some beers, cheers your team. I'll, I'll, I'll cheers your uh, 49ers for you. That's so sweet of you. After you buy me a beer, we'll do that. That'll be nice. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's only fair. <laughs> You're asking me to do that? I feel like that's a thing I should do. <laughs> You're charging for your service. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, again, that's happening Friday, 4 to 6, Elgin Park Brewery downtown, right next to One Oak, uh, to get their Super Bowl pregame going. And uh, it's time for our top five songs. You guys can send in the five songs, title and artist, that you would like for us to do. Show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. Let's get started with this week's. It's time for the top five songs. This week, it's the top five songs that should never be performed at the Super Bowl halftime special by listener McAdoodle. Now, here's Corbin, Gibby, and Sam with this week's list. Any quantifiers you two want to throw on there? I just think it has to be something that you uh, would listen to and cringe, that it's not very family-friendly. Not family-friendly, friendly. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah. You would want, if you were with your, whatever, eight or nine-year-old, you'd be like, oh, God, I don't want them to hear this. Yeah, okay. Well, let's start. Number five came out in 1990, peaked at number four on the Billboard. Uh, I'm sorry, peaked at number four on the Billboard chart. The song is about eroticism, uh, orgasm, and female masturbation. The song was featured in Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. Ooh. Number five on the top five songs that should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special from listener MacDoodle is The Divinals and I Touched Myself.
Divinals, I Touch Myself, number five on the top five songs. It should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special. Sam? Uh, yeah, I give this a thumbs up. This is clearly um, not family friendly. And you can't even listen to it and be like, maybe she's talking about something else. No, it's about masturbation for sure. And like when you dance to it, you touch yourself. So I can't imagine. You do? <laughs> well, I just ran my head over my chest, but like you just touch yourself in a sexual way. Settle. I'm do that next time I'm out. No, no, no. Are you? You're going to wait till you're out, huh? <laughs> just have his craw creep to his nipple. <laughs> well, it'd have to be his right nipple. Right, right. So when I could touch. Oh, he can't get his left one. Wait, you, you can, can you get your left hand, left nipple? Can they touch? Well, that's. You're yeah, really trying. Yeah, it's a, it's, You're stretching. It's, it's a work. Yes, I have to. That's part of the eroticism <laughs> of it. Right? It's forbidden. The building up of it. <laughs> Can you touch it? Number Harder. five is the divinals I touch myself, Gimpy. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up uh, for the time. I mean, it is still kind of risque, but I think it's just kind of worn off because it's a little older of a song. It's not as risque as it was when it first came out, I don't think. So still inappropriate. A skoosh. I'll give it a thumbs up. I am 100% going to do something I've never done ever in the history of the top five. Mm-hmm. These are all getting thumbs down from me. Every last one. Every of them. single what? one of them. Wow. For this pretense, mm-hmm. it's men smashing into each other at high rates of speed, yeah. potentially causing injuries mm-hmm. that could end their careers, mm-hmm. maybe even some sort of damage that may make them want to kill themselves. Or others. Or others. So... This is hardly the concern. You're more concerned about concussions? Concussions? I No, like realistically, yes. I feel like you're asking me a weird question I know, right now. I know, because that sure. sounded really bad. I was like, you don't care about music, but <laughs> I meant like it's, n- it's not sexual or violent to watch that because the bad things that are happening are going to happen later or off the field. Mm. Like, it is bad to watch two men, you know, smash, smash into, into each, each other. other at full speed. Or yes. some of the injuries you can see happen are pr- pr- quite disgusting. Yes, but that's rare. Yeah, and, they and cut these, away. there's no action. These are just words being sang. They're just words. Mm. Yeah. These aren't real. These aren't real things. What's happening on I, the field is a real thing. So yeah, I'm, not, I'm not with you on that, but okay. You think that this is bad. I mean, I, I can understand if you had a family going to the football game, wouldn't be the worst thing watching two guys slam into each other. Like, yeah, concussions are bad, but you don't have to explain that to your kids. Maybe a song about female masturbation or, you know, it wouldn't be something you'd want them to hear and then start singing down the halls. Yeah, the, the kids are there for the game to watch, you know, both teams play the game, pass the ball, see who's going to win. That's all that the kids think about, right? They're not going to ask, like, well, why is this guy down? Whatever the case may be. However, you got a song that's like, I touch myself, and you got to worry about a little five-year-old Johnny. Well, what's what's that mean? Dad, or, I, I touch myself all the time. How weird does it be? They hear the song, and then they're kind of like, I touch myself. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> whoa, get stuck whoa, in their whoa, head. Whoa. <laughs> Didn't Michael Jackson perform a halftime show? I feel like we try to make it sound like the halftime shows this big family event when most of the time you watch maybe for who's performing mm-hmm. maybe and the commercials and, and yeah. the commercials yeah. the, and is he a spongebob's gonna appear but yes i mean there's just <laughs> for for the person falling down like mm-hmm. you're not really i just feel like there's not a real family like every like you know 
the, the fireplace is running and we're having warm cider and everybody's sitting on the couch arm in arm Norman watching Rockwell the half. Yeah, it's, it's, it's none of that. It's none of that. So we we lie to ourselves that it's this big family thing. It's a big social thing mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't think it's it's as it's as family friendly as we think it is. Okay. People are smashing into each other. Half naked women cheering. Yeah, isn't that great? They're dancing. Yeah. It's a sport. Yes, I'm fine with all that. <laughs> but we're okay with that because we're norm it's it's we're desensitized by it. Right. I agree with that. These are just words hmm. being sang by people. Well, let's get to another set of those words. Number four came out in 94, peaked at 41 on the Billboard Hot 100. The song is about self-hatred and obsession. The song is number two on Yahoo's 69 Sexiest <laughs> Songs of All Time. Number four on the top five songs that should never be performed at the Super Bowl halftime special from listener Mac Doodle is Nine Inch Nails and Closer. Help me. Nine Inch Nails and Closer, top five songs that should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special from listener Macadoodle Sam. Uh, yep, 100%. It, they even have to bleep out some of this stuff to be able to play it. <laughs> and I I totally agree with this song being on the list. I feel like it should be closer to number one. Gimpy. Yeah, I got to agree with Sammy on this one. If I'm at the at the game and, 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 and this comes out and I'm like, says I want to F you like an animal. I'm like, whoa, 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 hey. Got kids here, man. As much as I like Nine Inch Nails, would love to see them live. Whatever, cool. I, I think that's a little inappropriate for the atmosphere. So thumbs up. Uh, again, I think that this is a <laughs> thumbs down. Bruno Mars performed and sang and hip gyrated. Twenty four karat gold. Oh, that gives you in such a good mood. I think that that's a little ridiculous. Okay. Right. So, I think that seeing Nine Inch Nails perform at the halftime would be. Insane! It would be huge. Yeah, but to perform this song, we're not talking about them just playing at the halftime show. It's them doing this song. Prince then, performed at the halftime show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who has known for his sexuality, like did, being overly sexual. Did he play Erotic City? Did he play Pea Control? Did he do like stuff like that that you oh. know is like, whoa, wait a minute, that's a little too far, Prince. No, he probably did Raspberry Beret or Little Red Corvette or When Doves Cry or something that's not as blatantly sexual. I think that's a good point, that even if the artist has like some bad stuff in their repertoire, mm-hmm. they have some clean stuff that they could play that is just as popular. Right. Like, yeah, that. I think that's fair. Darling Nikki, did he play that one? No. Uh, Purple Rain. Okay. Not sexual. 
Uh, let's go crazy. Not sexual. No, but it's about partying and getting crazy. Okay. Well, you're at a giant party, the nation's party. It's not the nation's party. It's uh, a sporting event. I think everybody gathers. New Year's Eve is the nation's party. party. Oh, I give you that one. This is the second party of the year. <laughs> yeah. I, let's see. I'm looking. You two, Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uptown Funk. Uh, t- yeah, that's like a dance song. Uptown yep. Funk You Up. Yeah. Funk. Yes. I really made sure I hit that key. Yes. Right, right. I'm just saying that <laughs> this is not a new world here. Michael Jackson, the man <laughs> touched children inappropriately. You yeah, yeah. didn't know that then. Oh, they played. knew it. They knew <laughs> it. That guy had been acquitted before. People knew it, yeah. Everybody knew, but it's 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 MJ, man. It's the king of pop. Of the <laughs> things that are happening <laughs> in the... If you will, <laughs> arena at that time, mm-hmm. the song being performed is hardly the biggest offense. No. Number three on the top five songs should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special came out in 2013, peaked at 56 on the Billboard Hot 100, and for good measure, got number one in Lebanon. <laughs> a music critic said the music video for the song is a saga about Buttzilla. Uh, <laughs> The uh, it says Modell advised enjoying the video responsibly and advised the viewer to be of age. <laughs> Number three oh, on the top five songs that should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special from listener Macadoodle is Major Laser and Bubble Bud. Bubble butt number three on the top five songs that you should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special. Sam. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give this a uh, thumbs up. <laughs> this should not be playing during the Super Bowl. Gimpy. For sure, man. Turn it around. <laughs> stick it out. Show the world you got it. Wine, go down, turn, and flick it. Oh! One bet, two ball, swing like a cricket. No, no, highly inappropriate for the Super Bowl halftime special. Thumbs up. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is a big deal. It's a song. It is bizarre. Somebody's like, Corbin on his high horse, not playing along. Play it as if your daughters were watching. Would you want them to hear the song? Uh, I would maybe explain to them it's a song if they asked a question. I don't go, hey, four-year-old Scarlet, here's what's happening right now in the song. Turn around, stick it out. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's turning around and sticking it out. Isn't it fascinating (laughs) that we applaud parents who let their kids listen to rap music and stuff in the car, Mm -hmm. but this at a halftime special, we're like, oh, God, no, it's got sexuality. Ooh, we can't talk about little wee-wees. The kids' bop version is fine. Yeah. (laughs) I would say get out of here off your high horse. Oh, number on. one on the top five songs <laughs> that should never be performed. We skip two. over number two. Sorry. Skipping the deuce. Number two came out in 2014, peaked at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100. The overall theme of this song is about unfaithful women. Bitches. It has been reported the artist makes references to his ex-girlfriend 
Rihanna because he can't let go. <laughs> Top five songs should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special. Chris Brown and Loyal. What's weird is that he had to change the name of the song because it originally was "If these girls ain't loyal, I'm gonna beat them." <laughs> he had to change it. Titles too. And this is yes. this is like the nice version. It's these hoes ain't loyal, so they'd right. have to sing the edited version at the Super Bowl. Chris Brown and Loyal, Sam. Uh, I'm actually gonna thumb this down. I think these hoes ain't loyal. If they sing that, maybe that wouldn't be okay. But I think saying these girls ain't loyal, it's not that bad. It's the edited version, so I feel like if they did this, then that would be fine. So I'm gonna thumbs this down. Yeah, Gimpy. Yeah, I'm kind of with Sam on that one. It's not that bad of a song, even if it's these hoes ain't loyal. It's all good. It's it's really not that bad. It's not sexual like I touch myself or closer or bubble butt. Okay, it's not blatantly sexual. It's just lame. So thumbs thumbs down. I'm having a change of heart. This one is actually a thumbs up. This should not be performed at the Super Bowl. And this, but this is, but this is why. Okay. It has zero to do with the song. It has to do with him. The person that he, he is. assaulted a woman, and I, everybody's like, everybody deserves second chances. No, I'm completely okay with that. If you assault a woman, the message should be sent: you don't get second chances. But hold on, we're gonna watch people play in a Super Bowl that maybe assaulted two women. men assaulting each other. Do we? Yeah, we. I paid for that. No, I'll, no, no, I'll I'm pay saying, eighty dollars. I'm for saying that. the NFL to be like, we're not gonna let you play here because you assaulted a woman. Kind That's kind of, of in their yeah, their mantra. Yeah, this is a little hypocritical. Right, you hit women, you can play on the Super Bowl team. <laughs> Maybe be one of the fastest players on the Chiefs. Uh, all right. Damn. Ooh. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm being honest. I'm yeah. not, listen, he, I, he, right, he hid his pregnant girlfriend. Yeah, they, they literally. He should be always called out for that. They cannot be like, Chris Brown, you can't play, you hit women, because they'd be like, look at the field. Right. Mm-hmm. Although, the players are like, how's the shirt selling? I'm the eating bag. How's the shirt selling, huh? You guys having fun at the game? <laughs> <laughs> huh? The other team's playing really well, huh? Ooh, we go yeah. really hot in here all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, text the song you think should be on the list. BMMS and what that is to 82945. Number one on the top five songs that should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special from listener Macadoodle. Came out in 97, peaked at 89 on the Billboard Hot 100. The song's lyrics, often held as mis- uh, misogynistic, were defended by the band saying that the lyrics were being misrepresented. The song's actually about doing anything intensely. <laughs> Mix Magazine readers voted this song number three of the greatest ro- uh, dance tracks of all time. Number one on the top five songs that should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special. Maybe a little connection to number two, Prodigy and Smack My Bitch Up. Smack my bitch up. Up, Prodigy, number one on the top five songs, should never be performed at a Super Bowl halftime special. 
What do you think? Yeah, I think this song for me, I can understand why some women want that on there, but it's been in Fast and Furious so many times that I just think of car chases when I hear this song. I don't think about slapping women. And so I I feel like it would be fine. I'm thumbsing it down, especially the number one spot. No way, Jose. Uh, Gimpy. Dad doesn't deserve to be number one. I feel like this could be played maybe not so much at the halftime show, but like during intermission before the game starts or timeout or something like that just to keep the crowd going. It's got that energy or whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. It only means what you want it to mean. Uh, you could smack your bitch up as the yeah. other player. Yeah. I feel like from a PR standpoint, it could be the wrong message mm-hmm. because, you know, Mr. Goodell's like, hey, who do we have for the halftime? Oh, we have Prodigy. Prodigy, that they sound like they, they will kill it. Uh, they will kick it good. What do, what are they known for? Um, Just a song called Smack My Bitch Up. I'm sorry. We have kind of an image problem that Again, people assume that we're... A little we're, hypocritical. That... that <laughs> We that we allow that to happen. No, 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 because that's you know we're the other team. We're beating the other team. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, we, that's that's. Can they play any of their other songs? Ooh, I don't think we want Firestarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a thumbs down for this as well. Again, it's just a song. It, you, by by saying it shouldn't be, you're giving it a ton of power. It's just entertainment. That's all it is. It's like taking. It's. Again, football is a far more violent and concerning thing to let children watch than this. I have a question. Um, any other time you guys have heard this song, did you think that he was saying, smack my bitch up, take my picture? No. No? No. no. Just me? Okay. All right, Sam, what do you, <laughs> what do you have? Uh, yeah, this is the one I immediately thought of because the lyrics are pretty dirty and, like, the whole... Message I feel like would not go well with the Super Bowl. Now make that mother mother hammer sound like. Yeah, I can Ass see. Yeah, I can see this getting played because it feels like a compilation. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a little nicer, but. It wouldn't be the first time an artist has played and they've changed the lyric. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's not that big of a deal. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that big of a. Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm curious to what Gimpy has. Well, this one Scare came me. through as a text, and it was one of the first ones that I thought of as well. So it's nice to know that me and this listener are on the same page. Yeah. It'd be weird. I mean, he's dead. That would also be weird for him to perform. If they were alive, okay, and still around, doing this at the halftime, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, rave me. Get out of here. The one that I picked, this hasn't been sent in. I'm picking this one. And it has zero to do with if the sexual part of it. Mm -hmm. It's just timeliness and... And poor taste. Twenty-first and last place, Kobe. Tell me how my ass tastes. Okay, Kobe. Tell me how my ass tastes. That's the song Shaq did mm-hmm. for Kobe. Kobe, how's my ass taste <laughs> when he won without Kobe? <laughs> 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 poor taste. <laughs> 
break away from that. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> but he was on stage crying last night. Yeah, all right. <laughs> We've written parody songs about each other. And sure. If you, and if you died. <laughs> I'm not performing them out in public without you. Right. I think. Gimpy. Uh, and I was, when I was finding that one, the, the woman that accused Kobe Bryant of, of, of the sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And, she did that song live somewhere. Oh, jeez. Oh, Inti- interpret that as <laughs> her being vicious or interpret that as her being ignorant. Whichever way you want to go. Sam, what do you have? Um, this is what I thought of and it got text in. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay, you have to turn me on. When you think about that, <laughs> when you think... It's exactly. Light some candles. We're on to another topic. Okay. <laughs> Not even a basketball player. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's when things got out of control. She didn't want to. He had his way. She said, let's go. He said, no way. Come on, baby. It's your lucky day. Shut your mouth. We're going to do it my way. Come on, baby. Don't be afraid. If it wasn't for day rape, I'd never get laid. Again, I think seeing Sublime play, assuming he was alive, would be insane. That would be an unbelievable. There are so many musicians that get mm-hmm. missed out on because they're trying to be this family type of show that I think they're missing out on genres of music that would get people psyched. I agree. I was going to say, well, they could just pick other songs, but I mean, most of their songs are about smoking weed. So <laughs> people would lose their yeah, no, mind. You're right. If they if they went at their time, think of like Rage, right? Yeah, they would never have them. But if Rage played halftime, Oof, totally, you wouldn't find an empty seat in the stadium. It would be the most crazy fifteen minute halftime performance you'd ever see, mm-hmm. right? Or Ozzy for that matter. <laughs> What's shaking? Push him out, right? <laughs> so he'd urinate himself on. He'd be very uncomfortable. <laughs> Gimpy, what do you have? Uh, this one came through as a text. The quick. I don't think they meant this one, though. <laughs> no, no, not this one. <laughs> they didn't mean this version. Please. Do you know who sings this, Sam? Mm-mm. Is this a, is it, it's not Weedus. No. Nope. Oh, my gosh, now I've lost it. Dig deep. You know which. Yeah. I've played this. I'm losing it. Dynamite hack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Everybody just got nervous right there. <laughs> we all did. Everybody looked at me when that happened. Like, was my hand moving towards the button? Uh, this is one that got texted in. I mean, you could have these kids out there doing a song, but if they played this song, oh you would be uncomfortable. Oh, especially a bunch of kids. All wearing matching some sort of neon colored attire. Corbin, three tickets to the Super Bowl. Scarlett just has to get out there in the crowd, dress the same, and sing this song. Are the Chiefs playing? Yes. Then yes. <laughs> 
I mean, that is just bad hygiene. Let's just address the hygiene part of that and how uncomfortable it is. (laughs) It's the last one, Sam. Okay, this one has been texting a bunch. I think this would be awesome. I I think everybody should see this band. This is one of the most fun bands I have ever seen live. It's one that I would. I don't know about bucket list, but I would totally, I would drive to go see these guys. They are a, I'm sorry, they were, I don't know if they still are, a tra- maybe they're clean now, I don't know, a train wreck on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to listen to the lyrics? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Automatic drip. <laughs> they call me Rusty Zippers. I mean, at the time, listen, at the time, X-Files was a huge show. It was definitely worth that so you could watch X-Files. Gimpy, last one. Uh, this one should have been on the list. But if he performs, so he has to do this. Right. Yeah. right. It's so old, it's, it's like, endearing. No, yeah, it's so old that it's not like, oh, like listening to the other ones. It's like, oh, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one that I have is I would never, could never see this artist doing this. But if they did, it would be great to have like a 90s where it's a bunch of different 90s performers. Ooh, fun, yeah. That maybe this person would would do it. I don't know. Even though sometimes it's a pain in the ass. King Missile. I like having a detachable yeah. penis. Do you have a five song list you'd like for us to play back on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock? Top five songs. Show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. Get it over. We love the timeliness ones, like Super Bowl songs. Kobe. Oh. Fresh and burn. It's hanging on. It's hanging on. It's over in there. cliffhanger? (laughs) Top five songs. Thank you, McAdoodle. We'll be back. Morning, it's the Big Man. Morning show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Um, I have a confession to make, and that is that I have never seen the movie. I know this is going to get people twisted. Mighty Ducks. I get the premise. 
I've never been a big hockey guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been somebody into that stuff. So I, I just never is uh, something that resonated with me. You don't watch it for the hockey. You watch it for Emilio Estevez's superb acting. Yeah, and they overcome adversity, Corbin. For you real? would love it. He drives that limo <laughs> right out onto the ice. Well, yeah, somebody else driving. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, there's a character that is pretty endearing in the movie, I know, and he, like, his name's Goldberg yeah, in, in the movie. Okay. He is not doing so well. He got arrested on Tuesday for breaking into a home while on meth. <laughs> ah, damn it, I Goldberg. I you guys the mugshots. Oh, my God. He had been arrested for public intox in 2018 when he broke into a man's garage, and he bashed oh. in the car windshield, according to the police department at that time. Uh, he forced entry to gain access to a vehicle by shattering a window. Uh, they noticed some glass, whatever, da-da-da-da. He was uh, booked into jail. He's got a $52,000 bond, and uh, he does not look like he is doing well. No, and man. he's apparently going to go um, back into rehab. That is so sad. He looks horrible that, i know that movie like how much traction that movie had and people loved and probably went to comic con god knows how long wow right one of the listeners is like, or one of the one of his fans is hey, like man, you want to hit want to sniff this <laughs> i am really star tired, needle man. what are you doing man <laughs> <laughs> these comic cons are wearing me down well man i tell you what i got something i'll hook you right on up it'll right. get you moving i'm right. so tired he's like no no, no i don't want the tracks <laughs> track lines no no well, hold on i can give you a straw Here. It's in my wallet, fold in half. Right. Uh, you'll be on the track soon. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> he does not look good, does no, he? Oh, man. That mess ripped him up. Face is super sunken in. Mm. It's like reshaped the bottom of his mouth. But silver lining, he has lost a ton of weight. For real, because he was the fat kid. <laughs> he was the fat kid. On Mighty Ducks. He, he might yeah. be fat here. He does, his face does not look fat, though. True. Yeah, but his skin is hanging off like it used to be. And it ages. <laughs> That's the fun thing about meth. It will age you. This cat looks like he's 60. Yeah. And he ain't. You know he ain't. For sure, I would think that he's some retired man. How old do you think he is? The picture looks 68. But in real life, like not meth life, <laughs> I would say that he's 39, 40. You think in that picture he looks 39? No, well, I, I just did the deduction of like uh, how old he was when that movie came out. Okay. So that's what mm-hmm. I was saying that like he's probably like 19 or 20 okay. playing a kid. So yeah. I'm going to say. I'm going to say he's early 40s because we's about the same age. I feel watching, going back in time, watching the Mighty Ducks, we, him and I, me and the characters in the movie, we're all about the same age. Okay, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say early forties. And how old are you? I'll be forty in August. Well, so he's forty-one. Okay. Yeah, he that. But he don't look like it in this picture. He looks seriously. He looks like he's sixty-seven and mm-hmm. sad. He has sad eyes, and that makes me sad. Yeah. Do you think you tell people out in prison, by the way? What? Do you know I who I am? The Mighty Ducks. Right. Do you like That's like, totally hey, happening. You like the Mighty Ducks? Me, Goldberg. Remember? No, give me your honey bun. Right. <laughs> What's the funny line he had that he would be they're like, do the thing, do the truffle shovel, whatever, what? like the thing. Ooh. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. You don't hear people quote a lot of lines from that movie. No, it's just one of those like, oh, yeah, it was on the Disney Channel. That was good. Right, it was on the Disney <laughs> Channel. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. Come back, find out what everybody learned. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD.
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. The Super Bowl party is happening Friday. VIP, where you get free beer and pizza. Come hang out. Uh, that you have to sign up for at KMOD.com. We'll pick people tomorrow night. So you need to get in by the end of day tomorrow. End of business day tomorrow. You said end of day. I think you know what I mean. I'm a seller, hey, if you're being a stickler like that, then... We don't want you to come. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you at my party. <laughs> for real. Uh, Sam, what did you learn today? That it's Susan, Sam, and vinegar salad in the morning. <laughs> and that memories of me are all over Gimpy's body. Oh, <laughs> over. And Gimpy, what did you learn today? I learned the corp is going to get lubed up before he goes wrestling, and that Shaq may have lost Sarge but he'll always have the general. <laughs> Damn it. I was hoping someone would make a general reference. And furthermore, Susan, don't look up douche salad on Urban Dictionary. It's going to change the way you think of things. And I also learned that uh, if you taste one douche salad, you've tasted them all. Corbin's saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm Stephen Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.